All right, in an instant, an auto accident can put you in the worst financial position of your life. It's an absolute must. You got to hire the right lawyer. You're going to make sure that your insurance companies pay you what you are owed. Injury attorney David Feminini on his team, they are exactly who you need to call. They have been making insurance companies pay for over 30 years. They're going to help you with your case as well. David is ready to speak to you personally right now, 855-65-CRASH. That's 855-65-CRASH, or you simply go to the website, getdavidgetpaid.com. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Can't get enough. You Just, just play it throughout the whole show. Dip, 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 dip. Dip. Wow. That's so good. That makes it. Oh, my God. And people, I know, hopefully you're driving carefully. I understand we are all idiots. I understand we're juvenile. That's just funny. I can't help it. I I am requesting that top of every hour, Rico. I Done. need more of that today. Done. <laughs> Roberto? That is superb. Maybe he'll get an email today. Oh! oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Just, nope. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on now. Well, we got a little snow day going on, so that's an inside bit. Now, what am I missing? I'll pass that along to you a little later. Check your email. Why don't you pass that along to me in a break? Because that sounds like a little bit like radio for two, shall we? Uh, for five, but yes, it is. <laughs> okay, noted. I'll talk to you guys during the break about what the hell I'm missing. Um... So here's what we're going to do. We're going to get to the Lions, 3 o'clock. We're going to do another one of these two-segment opens, though. And I want to have a little fun. And none of this requires you to talk about whether you like the person. None of it requires you to talk about what they should do. None of it requires you to talk about hypotheticals, scandals, innocence, guilt. None of it. None of it. I am simply going to ask you right here, right now, if you got a hat, you got one chip left, you're leaving the casino. Yeah, one black chip. Where are you placing it? And here are your odds. Because I have a feeling we could see an announcement by tomorrow. And I'm asking you, where will Jim Harbaugh coach next year? You're up to the minute betting odds. The LA Chargers are minus 150. To land Jim Harbaugh. Not coaching in the NFL. Even money. The field, a.k.a. any other NFL team, plus a thousand. Where are you placing your chips? We're not talking about honesty or dishonesty. We're not talking about immunity, investigations, what you want him to do, what he should do. No, no, none of it. I'm asking you right now. You got one bet to place between being homeless or or being able to get yourselves to, to a flop house motel. All right? Where are we going with this? Because the Chargers have stormed to the lead. It sounds like the only NFL job he wants uh, that would be acceptable to the family, that would be acceptable to him, a.k.a. I have a quarterback, would be the Chargers. The Chargers, it's also interesting, by the way, Rico, I'll add a little tidbit for you. Mm -hmm. Seemingly, all the GM candidates they're interviewing by one way or another have a tie to Jim Harbaugh. Mm. So Chargers minus 150, any 
not coaching in the NFL, even money, or the field, plus a 1,000. I want to throw the number out. We'll have a little fun here for a couple of segments. I do think you could see an announcement tomorrow. Reading the tea leaves a little bit. 248-539-9797. Rico is ready. I'm doing this for you. Shout out, Scott Frost. Is this the year Jim Harbaugh goes to the NFL? Everything lines up and says, yes, Mike, I want to say yes, it is. But I've been burned by this before where he does all this pomp and circumstance, puts the smoke out there, goes and orders the burger in the lobby of the Minnesota hotel. And in the end, he's back at Michigan. I think part of him wants, even though he's won the national title, he needs to go out on his terms. And by his terms means I can't go out with the cloud over my head I got to come back and show that it works. But everything lines up and says he's leaving. JJ, gone. I'm going to the NFL. Him hiring an agent. Man, it's it's almost like picking against them against Ohio State. I kept picking the Buckeyes until I'm like, you know what? I can't do that anymore. But, yeah, I, I do think that him hiring the agent and JJ leaving, he's going to the NFL. All right, David, you're our resident Wolverine. And by the way, if he leaves, I'll bet you a dollar if you'd like to take some money. He's taking Minner with him. But go ahead, David, you're a Wolverine. This isn't about what you want. This isn't about what you, this is all about if I forced you to bet on this. Chargers are now minus 150, not being in the NFL's even money. Or you can have any other NFL job opening, plus 1,000. Where are you putting your money? Man, I, I'm so with Rico. It's like every year the flirtation, he does and then oh, I'm back. I, I asking for immunity. Uh, like everything he's done does not make sense. Everything he's done makes it seems like I'm leaving. But then he's weird, and he does this. I'm sorry, David. I did not mean to interrupt. But you. you're saying exactly what <laughs> I want to say. So I, I, All right, we have no need for David to speak. To, Rico is playing David in the bio. I, ha, I guess I have to lean where the odds are telling me, and I have to go Chargers. No, you don't have to but do it's nothing. Even money. You can act like a man <laughs> if you don't believe it. If you believe he's the boy who cried wolf, if you believe Santa Ono will allow him to kill someone and bury the body, say you want to bet the even money. You don't have to do nothing, David. All right. I, be, I Yes, I do believe that he's doing this as leverage again to get another contract for Michigan the way he wants it. So, yes, I'm going even money. Yeah. Oh, see, now we're getting to the honesty. Good. Can we go to Kenneth Cott? Kenny, I know you don't give a rip. You're still upset Georgia didn't get it done. But you're an outside observer. You've worked with us for years. You've, you've gone through multiple Jim Harbaugh offseason carousels. You know the odds. Kenny Cott, you like to bet a little bit. I don't know what's left in the account after that disastrous hockey night you had two nights ago. <laughs> but talk to me. <laughs> well, throw a few clamshells down here. Harbaugh to the Chargers, minus 150. Harbaugh not in the NFL, plus 100, even money. Or, or no, 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 boys, you're missing it. Dark horse team, plus 1,000. The more I think about it, the more I think I'm with these guys. I think I'm the even money in the middle type of deal. I think he's, I think he's staying, and it's primarily because we've we've seen him do this every off season for the last how many years now? And there's always been smoke coming out of the NFL. Who I'm interviewing over here, I'm talking to these guys, and it never has amounted to anything. I don't think it will. I think he's staying. I'll take the even money. 
Well, I'm going to have to be the lone wolf. Oh, no, no, no. Because I'm, I have said this. I, I'm, no, oh, I'm you say, are. You did say Chargers. Yes. Okay. I said everything lines I, up, and I feel bad by saying this because I feel like I'm falling for I the know. banana in the tailpipe. But, yes. I just feel like, unfortunately, I don't think going back to Michigan's a real option. Look, let, let's really think about this now. The, the, the NCAA wants him. If he's gone from U of M, most of the NCAA's interest probably fades. The damage is already done. You're Kansas basketball. But reality is, I don't think he'd be eligible to coach next year. Michigan can't grant him immunity from the NCAA. They can't. You don't have that power. Just like the NCAA doesn't have the power to take away a CFP title. It's their event. The NCAA doesn't have that purview. Rico, I've said to you now since the beginning, now that there are two investigations, both involving level one violations, he won't be available to coach next year. So I just don't think going back is a real option. Henceforth, you ask for immunity, a.k.a. I'm on getting some ish, but you can't fire me. <laughs> Meaning, even if I don't coach next year, you're going to pay my ass. And I'll go up in my seats and chew my tobacco, and I'm still going to be the coach. That wild request, I think it comes for a reason. I don't think it's ego or hubris. I think it would be about the only way I could go back is if I'm granted it. Uh, oh, by the way, the only other coach who's ever asked for anything similar, oh, you guessed it, the biggest scumbag in college basketball, dollar bill self. So congrats, you're having dinner together. I actually think he's leaving. I think he's going to the Chargers. You think it could be as really soon as this week or next week? I do. Yeah, and again, just because you hear stuff doesn't mean it's true. I'm not Adam Schefter. I'm not trying to break news. I, I, hell, I'd love to have it for radio purposes. A little fun on a Friday as we head into the Lions playoff game. I think he's actually going. He's got Herbert, California roots, right? Uh, and, and again, if he don't take it now, he ain't never going to take it. Yeah, the fact he's that he 60. hired the agent is is the yes. agent, J.J. leaving and asking for immunity. All things, it's like shaking the magic eight ball. All things lead to San Diego. Him saying. It, it points to L.A. So, so yeah, L.A. Let's talk Sorry. about it. Yes. <laughs> now, again, I'm going to say it to you. Please focus on the question. You could say he's staying. No problem. You could say he's going. This is not about what you want. This is about what you believe is happening. We'll do a couple segments on it, have a good time with it, get to a football today. I have got a Lions playoff edition of Deal Breakers. Going to get to it at 4. Uh, we are going to get to the Lions at 3 o'clock because we have to do something. We're asking your permission to do it. Is it appropriate for this radio show, on behalf of the fan base, to move the goalposts? We're going to get to that at 3 o'clock. A loaded show on a snowy Thursday. All right, David, let's start out with you. The ticket text, we're just asking the people, keep your feelings out of it. This is just about predicting and betting. It's not about whether it's the right move, the wrong move. It's not about whether you want it or don't want it. Updated odds. Harbaugh to the Chargers, minus 150. Harbaugh not in the NFL, even money. Anyone else in the league hiring him plus a thousand. I'm with look, Rico and I are aligned on this. I think it's real. I I think the Chargers are the landing spot. I think that's the one he wanted. Um, I also think it's got the quarterback. It's in a place he's got familiarity. The West Coast is appealing. 
And I also don't think returning is really, I don't think it's really an option, quite frankly. But you may disagree. The point is, I weigh it into my decision that he's leaving. Want, don't want, doesn't matter what I tell you, you won't believe me. Sparty! I actually am fine if he comes back because I want another crack of beating him. <laughs> he kind of drilled MSU the last couple of years. Uh, but of course, you'll tell me, oh, you don't want him here, you're scared. Tremendous. Tell someone who cares. Uh, David, take a text. Uh, someone texts in and says, uh, Chargers, what Kenny and David are missing in their opinion is that there's never been mutual interest as there is this year. If there was in the years past, he would have left. That is Joe in Dexter. Uh, someone I, I think I agree with Joseph. Yeah, whatever. Joseph is wrong. John in Lake Orion, I'm betting the house on the Chargers. Justin Herbert is Harbaugh's new J.J. McCarthy. Uh, it was announced that a huge factor. Wonder if this changes your thought on anything because this did just come out that Mike Vrabel interviewed for the Chargers. That's I mean, Kirk. David, David, that's fine. Vrabel is a high quality coach. I don't get to control who interviews where or what they do. I presented you with odds. Make your call. You know, I'm not going to be able to control if it comes out later they've interviewed Popeye or Louis the Laker from Grand Grand Valley State. It's about the odds. I don't make them. Tell me what you think's happening. Uh, someone says, bet the chalk. He's gone to L.A. It's 62 in L.A. right now. He would have taken any offer the past two years. He may get one tomorrow. He's out of there. Ooh, okay. Uh, another one says, guys, why does it seem like Harbaugh is just doing more posturing for his Michigan negotiations than actually wanting to leave? I can't speak to it because as much as he says he doesn't want it to be a yearly thing, it's a yearly thing. Yep. Let's go to the people. See what they have to say about it. Get to the lines at 3 o'clock. Greg Bats leadoff today on a Thursday. What's up, Greg? Hey, guys. How's it going? So um, I'm, I'm full in. I'm, What's I'm up? coming back. He's coming back to Michigan, and and I think it's he's doing this all again because the man's petty. Like I remember when you like when he first came, he's like, look, he burns burns bridges. He's quirky, you know. And if this all goes well, it's going to go great. But there's going to be issues along the yep. way, and he he just keeps doing this crap. Uh, also, I I think that um, he, he I think he is good because he's got the national championship. He's got a championship. He, he can sit at the big boys' table now, right? I know he was saying that. So I think this is all just about um, when he, the university made him sit for four games. I think he's still pissed about that. So that's what the immunity is. The immunity is not the NCAA. The immunity is from Michigan doing anything like they did this year again. Right. Well, again, you can't grant an employee immunity from the NCAA. They wouldn't yeah. be able to grant it. You're right. It's that the school, you can't do nothing to me. I don't care what comes out, which, by the way, is an odd request considering he said he's innocent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which, once again, that leads me to thinking that he is going to go because he knows what's going on. I mean, remember, this is the same man that's swapping down. He's going to file the TRO, and he's got, you know, everybody's on his side. This isn't going to happen. I'm not getting suspended until cutscene. Hey, Jim, get off the plane. You're suspended. All right, so uh, listen, and again, it's fluid. Maybe a report comes out later today and the Chargers go to plus 300 and Michigan moves to leave. No idea. I'm asking you where you're at. It's just you all lining up. Because the rest, like. 
It's just it is. I mean, JJ, because JJ was going to be that factor. If JJ went back to Michigan for another year, which I thought he should have. Yeah, he's going back. They're going to try to run this back and say, look, we've done it on the up and up. There is nothing that people can say about us anymore. But J.J. left. Go to Steven, 97.1. What's up, Stevie? How are you? Gentlemen, first off, I uh, hope you guys are enjoying your pina coladas and bikinis on this lovely day. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. I've got no gloves. I got no gloves, but uh, I'm, I'm walking out because I got to tell you this. Listen, I'm, I'm 35 years old. I grew up uh, in Flint area, so there's a great divide. We got right every, you know, we got we got Michigan State, we got Michigan. Everybody loves to hate it. But I grew up bleeding maize and blue. I grew up thinking that the Rose Bowl was the national championship. I didn't know there was ever a difference, and it took me a long time to adjust because I thought Michigan belonged in the national championship, in the Rose Bowl all the time. College football was one thing. It was maize and blue. Bo Schembechler, uh, I mean, all the other guys, I know Lloyd Carr, I know I'm missing other ones, but, but when it comes to the coaching, there is this era of football that I feel like we have lost in this state. And the Maize and Blue, for the first time, have finally gotten back to what we are known for. So to the question of whether or not I'm betting on the money, if I'm going to make a bet, I'm going to look at the tells. Jim Harbaugh is not your standard coach. His name, like we could talk for days on the dynamics of the family, what they already got going on, the system he's created for the NFL, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, this is not your traditional man. He doesn't want the spotlight. He cares about the kids in the locker room. I mean, look at his parents. Who's got it better? Nobody. Those conversations are in the locker room. This is a Michigan man through and through. I'm looking at the tells, and if I'm at the table with him, He's showing me, at least if this is my last chip. So, Steven. I'm throwing that one on that. So, J.J. leaving, him hiring an agent, none of this stuff matters to you. Him wanting immunity, none of this stuff matters in the tell. Oh, man. I didn't say it doesn't matter. I'm saying this is Jim Harbaugh. Okay. This is the legacy. I can't be mad at you because, Steven, a part of me wants to agree with you. But logic is saying don't do it. Don't agree with Steven. He's leaving. Hey, how many times did Logic get you very far in Vegas? Well, you know what? Steven wins. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate, appreciate the phone call. Um, I understand where Steven's coming I'm from. I'm sorry. I was just I, – I, I had hit the transfer portal at the start of that call. I think I fell asleep when he started referencing Lloyd Carr. Well, he's a Michigan fan. They're living – I know. I, I just, that's They're living I in that high cotton like, right okay. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're back to being uh, known for what we're known for. Uh, what's that? Rampant cheating? I mean, my goodness. I mean, Michigan's uh, birthright is the Rose Bowl. Let's go to DJ, 97.1. DJ, what's going on, brother? How are you? Hey, Mike Rico. How are you? Hey, DJ. DJ, what's going on, buddy? Uh, so I'm not a lot. So I'm a Michigan fan, right? And, uh, you know, I think Harbaugh's gone. Uh you know, J.J.'s leaving, and he has this big ego that he wants to be as successful as his brother, and he tried that already in the pros, and he failed. So I think he wants to go back, try and beat him, try and be as successful. I think a sleeper team that he might go to is the Falcons. They have a pretty good draft pick, and, uh, you know, they have some weapons on offense and defensive side. They can draft J.J. too if Harbaugh wants to bring J.J. and Atlanta with him and develop him in the NFL. But I do think he is gone. 
Okay. Yeah, I. you know what's funny? I, I just read this morning Belichick interviewed again in Atlanta. I never would have guessed Atlanta, but that, that kind of seems to be where they're going. But you it is what? funny when he when he when he mentions it. Atlanta drafting JJ. Jim gets to bring his little buddy with him. Nah, see, I don't think it. You're not taking JJ with a pick that high. But I think for Ooh. Atlanta, it makes sense, Mike, because Atlanta's kind of the witness relocation part of the country where you could go there and <laughs> Belichick doesn't have to worry about media. They don't have to worry about anything yeah. really because nobody pays attention to Falcons football. It's all about Georgia. It's all about the SEC. So he can just go there and kind of go into semi-retirement. Now you're just pumping Kenny up. Let's go to Richard, ninety-seven-one. What's up, Richard? Hey guys, how you doing? Hey, good, Rich. I think he's uh, going pro for sure. Why is that? And and I would. Well, he's did everything there is to do. He's got the national championship. He beat Ohio State three times. Why take a chance in coming back and have to go down the drain next year? I say go now. Yeah, I think I think the reason to come back would be you weren't wanted. Now, we don't have proof that that's not the case. It sounds like the Chargers are legitimately interested. They are interviewing GMs who have ties to Jim. It might be the first time he actually gets an offer. Now, do I think the offer is going to resemble anything that Michigan's willing to pay him? No, I do not. Yeah, I mean, it's. Yeah. I, I think it's obvious if you leave your biases and you look at, all right, well, what well, kind know, of real leverage yeah. does he have to return? Uh, not much. Well, you kind of said it, Mike, and I, I totally forgot about that, but if you were going to go back to Michigan, there, if the contract that has been reported is true, 10 years, $125 million, and you're still thinking about it, you didn't want to go back because it's not like sense approach. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not like life will be hard for you. You could get to, you could dictate whatever you want to do. Heck, he's even said, "Well, can I be immune?" But a hundred, basically, you're getting twelve and a half million a year. Yeah, this is the and and there's no pressure on you at Michigan because you won the Natty. He's got the he's got a honeymoon period of of at least five years. Oh, make it 10. Make it 15. Uh, if it wasn't 60, I'd say 15. They'd never get rid of him. Yeah. They've already proven that. I mean, the guy was suspended six games this year. They're giving him $125 million. It, staying is the easy play. Well, I said, but, but I don't yeah. know if that's really. Yeah. Uh, Rico, do you really believe he's on the sidelines for 12 games next year? No. And no, you I think don't. he's going to accept the suspension? No. So that's why he's asked him for immunity. But the problem is they can't provide immunity from, let's say, the NCAA wants to mess with them more. I don't know. To me, it's like, yes, David, I'm aware. I was explaining something. I got David yelling at me early in the show today, Rico. It's unbelievable. Oh, I, I was, like, Go to break. I'm witnessing it through the glass. So. Remarkable. Hey, David, you know what? Maybe you'll get an email at some point. All right, we'll get back to your calls momentarily right now. It's time for a little football today. Music, please. I think, it, I think it tells you I'm right. They're pushing the envelope. I'm going to watch this team. Can I just say pass? In football today. Brought to you by Hungry Howie's Flavored Crust Pizza. Mike, let's start right here in the city of Detroit. Uh, Wednesday, 
Mike Tirico and Roger Goodell had a sit-down fireside chat to discuss the upcoming draft down at Ford Field. But one of the topics they talked about was refereeing. And they said that the refs are not perfect and that they are out there trying their best. And Roger Goodell just feels as if uh, he's proud of what the refs are doing. Plain and simple. You know that they're not going to badmouth the refs, Mike. But what what is the fix that the league can do? Because they have to see what we see. Refereeing is bad across the board. Yeah, I mean, it would be investing in your product. Look, it's hard for fans to accept that you just got paid $110 million to broadcast a singular playoff game on streaming. Yet, we don't want to spend the money it would take to have the highest paid officials in all of sports on a full-time basis where 24-7, 365, your life is football. You're no longer a principal. You're not an attorney. You're not an orthodontist. You are an NFL official. And I don't care what it costs. You can laugh. Go ahead. You know what the NFL minimum is for a player right now? It's like eight hundred grand. Yeah. Pay refs a million a year. Do whatever it takes. Your life is football. And I'll tell you the other thing. I don't think you should have a bunch of 60, 65-year-old guys out there. You got to get the refs to be younger. You got to get them to be trained better. You got to get them to be full-time, full-go all year long. That's the solution. So with that said, it'll never happen because the league is a collection (laughs) of greedy pigs. I like the solution uh, because, yeah, during the week you work out, you lift, you train, you run, you do everything that the players do to get the refs in better shape. Uh, I mean, cause, you know, you could have a 65-year-old Ed Hockley out there. Ed looked like he could handle his business with anybody out on the field. Fair. Nobody was going to mess with totally him. Totally fair. I will say this. Maybe hire a an extra ref, and that's the eye in the sky. Use all the technology that we see, that we see on television in the 4K. Somebody who could say, hey, you guys blew that call that wasn't holding, or he wasn't offside, or that was pass interference. But they need to use it, though, because they use it in certain situations, but you can't tell me this guy just can't say, oh, you know what, I'm sorry, that's not false start on the right. line, he was offside. Every play, because that's where it looks bad, because we see with all the technology out there what's going on, but these guys want to go back to just, uh, you know, it's the old eyeball test. All right. The remaining the problem, team. though, oh, before you continue, the problem, Rico and David, while I agree with you in an ideological sense about let's get it right, what the game cannot tolerate more of is even more play stoppages for officiating. I just don't think opening it up to a play-in, play-out basis of eye in the sky and what David said with that ridiculous false start, no, it's offsides, no, it's false start, just kidding. Guys, we can't have more stoppages. Yeah, but Mike, I just here's don't the think thing. we can go there. When you go to a game, you're not on the clock. You're not in a hurry. So it should not. No, I agree with you. It shouldn't take five minutes. It's literally uh, David in our ear saying, hey, guys, it's offsides on Pittsburgh. Okay. You know what? Uh, upon further review, offside on Pittsburgh, first down. That's it. Took an extra 10 seconds. You don't need to sit there and huddle and and look at the surface and talk about things. You get it in your ear. You move on. Plain and simple. All right. With the eight final teams in the NFL playoffs, simple question. Is Detroit the third best team remaining? 
Wow. Um, I'm thinking for a second, but... David, no. you want to answer? I, I would say no. so. Baltimore, San Francisco, Detroit. I don't think Kansas Buffalo. City's better than... I don't think Buffalo's better. Ah, it's free country. It's your opinion. I just think all of a sudden, because of a one-point win, which is a win and it was awesome, uh, we're getting a little carried away. That no, I I don't think right now if I put the Lions on a neutral field with the Bills that I would that, that the Lions would win. Yeah. Like I I think we're all glossing over the fact that this defense is morbid. So no, uh, I'd say fourth best. Which by the way, here's the only thing that matters: you're second best in the NFC. Which means we should see you on NFL NFC Championship Sunday, sixty minutes from a Super Bowl. That's all that matters. Well, speaking of uh, Buffalo, Mike, you brought. Oh, you're not going to answer the question. Oh, is that how that's going to go? No, no, no. Hold on there, Alex. No, no, no. For me, no. Buffalo is the third best. I got Buffalo. I pick Buffalo to be in the Super Bowl. So, speaking of Buffalo and the Chiefs, yeah. Last week, I think the most pressure, safe to say, was the Rams and the Lions because there was so much at stake. Is the most pressing game this week Chiefs and Bills? What do you mean by pressing? Meaning there's the stakes are higher. Like Lions Rams, the ga- wow. that game felt different because stakes were higher. There was Stafford yeah. coming back to Detroit. In this game, you have Mahomes going on the road in the playoffs for the first time ever going up against a team that, that he's angle. just had his way with. And if you're Buffalo, if you can't beat him now, you may not be beating. Let me let me answer it a different way. I love the question, and it's not a cop-out. It's the beauty of Divisional Weekend. But look at all the home favorites. Bills, Lions, Niners, Ravens. Any of those four teams lose this weekend. It's an absolute disaster. Ravens and Niners, it speaks for itself. It's unthinkable. The Bills, Rico, I think you said it perfectly. But think about the Lions. You arrived in the divisional round. You're not on the road. You're not a small... You're a touchdown favorite at home. I I think there's immense pressure on the four home teams. And and that's the beauty of it. That's why divisional weekend's so good. No, I get what you're saying. I, I I think it is the Bills and the Chiefs because this is this is Mahomes' chance to kind of shut everybody up and says yeah. doesn't matter that I'm not in Kansas City. I can win with this team. And if you're Buffalo, I mean, if you lose now or never, yeah, what yeah else now or never. Yeah, no, I, yep, that's fair. That's fair. Next question. Think about this before you answer quickly. Should we be surprised if the Texans win this weekend? Let me, let me start this yes. because that leads me to what I could have said on the last question. The pressure's on Baltimore overall, period. They have to make the Super Bowl. You can't have another MVP and not make it. So, yes, if the Texans win, I mean, what? Lamar is 1-3 in, in playoff games. Yeah. I'm going to say it again. Much like people getting a little carried away with the Lions, I think people are getting carried away with the Texans. This is still a rookie quarterback. This is still a team that minus two pick sixes last week that Joe Flacco gift wrapped. They struggle to get to 20 points. They're not a finished product. And now they're going on the road to a rested Ravens team that's on a mission. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'd die where I stand if, if, if the Texans win that game. Okay. Uh, Mike, this one is for you. 
Did the Buccaneers end the brotherly shove? Or was it just Vita no. Vea? <laughs> it was Vita It was Vita Vea maybe being a Marvel comic book character. Because that you saw Philly's end. soul leave their body when they just knew, okay, if there's one thing we can do is this play, and that play didn't work, they were done for the rest of the game. So did the Bucks show you how to get it done? Or was it just that one person? I'm going to stick with that's another sign the Eagles had no interest in playing football for money that night. Fair enough. David, we got time for one more. All right, Michael. Matthew Stafford was mic'd up on the field. This was after the Kirby Joseph hit. Here's what Matthew had to say. Stafford was not happy about the hey! celebration by Kirby hey! Joseph either. Hey, that's a good hit. That's a good hit. You dirty as f***. You know it. You dirty as It's been on tape. I've seen it. Hey, hey, it's been on tape. Kirby Joseph knocking out the second player ending their season. Is Kirby Joseph a dirty player, or was that just football move? Nah, you got to blame the NFL. Don't blame Kirby. NFL doesn't want you attacking dudes, chest, shoulders, neck, head. Where else am I going? I got to take your legs. I'm not mad at Kirby. I'm mad at the league. That hit has got to be taken out of the league. But until it is, no, man, that's how I have to do my business. And unfortunately, that's just a side effect of it. No. Now, Stafford's got a right to say what he's saying. He's sticking up for his guys. If that happened to a Lions player, all of Detroit would be saying the same thing. I'm giving it to you as a neutral observer on it. They gotta change the way the game's played, or else you're gonna see more of that. No, Kirby's not a dirty player. See, but Stafford also has a quarterback, and quarterbacks, period, have to protect your players in a certain sense, too. You can't throw it low like that. That's gonna happen if you throw it low. Uh, Hey, how many times did he get Megatron killed? Exactly. Matthew's made a career. He's a good quarterback, but he's also made a career out of getting his receivers murdered. I just wonder if this will end up uh, following Kirby Joseph. He's young in his career that he becomes that next kind of dirty player where he's not going to Oh, what does he become, Deontay Kazee or whatever his name is, the kid who got suspended for the rest of the year? You get labeled. Yeah. Now all of a sudden you're targeted. You get labeled. You get targeted. Referees start looking at your hits and scrutinize them a little bit more. You took out TJ Hawkinson. You took out Tyler Higby. They're looking for that next guy you're going to take out. That's your NFL playoff blitz, 97-1. All right, we get to the Lions in a few minutes. I got to ask your permission as a fan base to move the goalposts. I'll explain, and you guys can say yay or nay. Right now, we go on the board. That's me. Hey, I'm the Black Host. Shut up! I'm going to go number two. Root for radio. Prove you're here to work today. Uh, on the board. Powered by FanDuel. Well, we're moving and grooving, people. Another winner yesterday. Gotta have money. Money, 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 money. Nobody walks into the rack (laughs) and walks out alive. Now, you know you're living right when a team shoots about 8 for 20 from the free throw line, (laughs) but they still win in cover. But shout out Rudiger's. The Warriors of the Raritan brought it last night. But you know the real storyline, David. I hook my man up over here with a with a monster parlay. And then Rico's cussing me out going, Gee, damn it, why am I sitting here watching UCLA? Because gambling is fun. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> the I, I know play. it's dirty. <laughs> I know. Listen, never seen it before, may never see it again. Team makes six free throws because of flagrant plus two technicals and an ejection into a three-point shot. UCLA was down six to up three. Crazy. Um, two plays that would qualify a system that are not a system, but sure as H-E-L-L-Hell play like a system. Ride with me, people. Uh, we're going to start out in Los Cruces, New Mexico. The Aggies of New Mexico State, who are utterly gross, are favored. They're a 7-10 and basketball team, laying 1.5 to 13-4 and Western Kentucky. It's a system play. That's not a system. It just plays like one. The other one might actually be on TV. And if you're interested, we take you to the Pac-12, where, again, you know the drill. We're looking for home teams with a losing record that are favored over teams with a winning record. I take you to the Pac-12, and I take you to Berkeley. The Cal Bears, sitting at 6-11, and are favored by one over the 10-7 and Washington Huskies. Now, what's interesting here, mildly interesting, Cal's played better basketball lately. They've notched a couple of wins. They're starting to turn their season around. And UW's last three road games, L, L, L. They're on the road again tonight. You don't fight the system. That's not a system. It just plays like one. You roll with it. I'm taking Cal, laying the one. Rico, what do you got? Mike, uh, so the system that's not a system, when you look at uh, Illinois going to Ann Arbor today. Nope. Illinois ranked and only favored by two and a half. Doesn't matter. They're still favored. Now, if Michigan was favored over Illinois, that would have been like LSU last night. They are not. We have rules, Rico. Unlike society, we have rules and standards. That's why I'm checking in. Just because I delivered that saucy parlay to your front door, don't get all loose here now. Don't get crazy. All right, well, you know what? I do have a parlay for tonight's game at MSU. And, yes, Mike, I am getting soft, but not that soft. Tyson Walker (laughs) to score 15 points. A.J. Hogard to score 10 points or more. And Tyson Walker to record four assists. That's plus 250. If you throw in A.J. Hogard to get six assists as well, that's now plus 750. So Tyson plus 15, Tyson plus four assists, AJ, 10 points and six assists. I tell you this with all the love in my heart. It's not spiteful. I will not watch. I do not enjoy Michigan State's attempt at playing basketball. As you told me last night, it's why we gamble and just enjoy it. I know. (laughs) I know. But they're a big favorite and they don't deserve any of my money. Um, All right. Kenneth Cott. Are we back? Are you ready after the worst night you've had in three years of betting hockey? (laughs) Are you ready? Because I have a game for you. I have a game game. for you. And if it's the same game, I will be so surprised because I don't think you think that I would pick this game. Mm, See, now you're throwing a wrench in it. Mm -hmm. I have a game that, to me, it's a team I know. You're taking the Flyers at home, aren't you? No. Oh, wow. No. That's not the one I have either. No, I want to bet. I want to give you a game that the underdog's plus 120. There's a massive bet differential. And it's a Kenny Cott special because you're a road warrior. You're like Reacher. You live out of a duffel bag. Wild plus 120 at the Lightning. 
That's not the one I have. Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't like that one very much. All right. Okay, Tony Romo. I'll stand down. Ooh, Go ahead. Jim. Ooh, Mike. Ooh, Jim. <laughs> no, I, I'm betting against the team that I almost exclusively pick when they're a plus odds. The Kings have been dreadful in the last 10 games. The Nashville Predators have been very good in their last 10 games. All the metrics I care about. Plus, they got sharp action on the Action Network if you care about that sort of thing. Plus 130, I like the Preds on the road. Tread lightly. He's he, he's on a little bit of a cooler lately. Uh, David, what do you got for the people? Uh, here's what I have. I have the over six and a half in the Coyotes-Canucks game. Canucks what? can score goals, and I believe that what it's going to go happening? over six and a half. <laughs> yeah, I'm not Kenny. I am oh, David. Oh, come on. Man, that's like you stole Kenny's homework and you're reciting it to the teachers. Where do you get off betting hockey? I actually don't hate. That's not the worst over I've seen. That's not terrible. I wouldn't do it, but, I mean, it's not the worst one I've heard. I Okay. You know what, Rico, that's the equivalent of, hey, how was the food? Well, it wasn't terrible. <laughs> Didn't get Come sick. Come on. That's not an endorsement. <laughs> well, the building didn't burn down. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome in 3 o'clock, so let's get into the lion, shall we? Um, I have to ask your permission. I think it's one of the things that radio hosts or fans you get accused of. Oh my God, you're moving the goalposts. You son of a beeswax. But this time you're not going to be able to get mad because I'm asking your permission. Let me explain. Rico and I agree on this. It's one of the rare things we do agree on. 
you are entering the divisional round, and let's just say, for simplicity purposes, you're a touchdown favorite in the divisional round. You're not going on the road for the game. You're at home. It came up aces. I mean, you got two aces at the blackjack table. You split them. Paint on both. Dealer flips a 16 and takes the bridge. It's all worked out. My view is, even though I'm the guy who said, win the division, win a home playoff game, and it's mission accomplished, that it's just a fabulous season, there's nothing you could ask for, that it would just be an incredible year. Guys, I am asking your permission to move the goalposts because now that you're here, I may not agree that it's going to be as easy as you think it's going to be, but we all agree you're winning this game. Is it wrong for me to say that if you lost this game, it would in fact take some of the luster off off of the season and how everyone's feeling? That, wait a minute, we didn't go to Dallas. Wait a minute, we weren't some two-and-a-half-point dog or favorite. We, we were at home against a team you don't respect, against a quarterback you don't like. Guys, I'll just say it. In order for me to maintain the vibes, you got to be in the NFC Championship game next weekend. I am asking your permission to move the goalposts. If you agree, please pledge your support. If you disagree, I want to know why. I want to know why or what part of the presentation here is wrong or faulty that because of what's taken place, why is it wrong to kind of just go, all right, I need a little bit more. I need just a little bit more. Now, I could tell you, get to the NFC title game. I don't care if you lose by 100. Magnificent season. But if they lost this weekend, I'd walk away with a bad taste in my mouth. Really? Go ahead. 248-539-9797. Yes. Yeah, you know what? Upon further review, Mike, the only way I feel this way, if they go and, and just get blown out at home, and then it's very disappointing. You lose by double digits, and the game is never an end. But other than that, if you lose a game that's just the reverse of you lose it 24 to 23, I, I can't sit here and say you didn't accomplish your mission because you did. You did everything that you were supposed to At home. To. At home. Seven-point favorite, Baker Mayfield. That, if it's over. A, if it's a close game that the ball is going through the uprights with no time left on the clock, but you just played hard. Because, as Mike, as you know, you've watched enough football. Sometimes two teams deserve to win, but only one gets to win. Doesn't mean you play badly. It just means the other one made more plays than you. If that's the case. Oh, that happened, that happened last week. Yeah. No doubt. I mean, that, that look, we could easily be sitting here. One penalty flag otherwise. We could easily be sitting here and having a completely different conversation. So they've already escaped. I'm making the point, Rico. Think about it. If I told you it would be Lions, Bucks, and one of you gets to go to the NFC title game, I will have a hard time coming to work Monday if they lose Sunday and going, eh, NBD. No, I, you I want to know if I have permission to say that. <laughs> and I think a lot of the fans will agree with you because I, you said it when you set this up. I don't think Detroit, the fans, respect the Bucks. And that's why it would hurt. Like, wait, 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 wait. 
we just beat Stafford in the Rams, but we lost to these clowns to Baker Mayfield. That's why. Mm-hmm. Because you don't respect the Bucs, and you just think that it's a foregone conclusion. You're either going to be hosting a game or, or flying off to Santa Clara. But if you get blown out, then, yeah, I, it's it, it's going to feel like this season was a waste. But right now, I can't because looking at everything that this team has gone through and how far they have come, no, I cannot say that. Because I, I think that's just being a little unfair. Well, I'm an unfair man. I want to hear from the people. And I also would like to summon Kenny Cott. I know he's busy answering the phones. But Kenny was at the game. Kenny is a massive Lions fan. I'd like to know if I have permission to move the goalposts. For me, you do not have permission to move the goalposts. They did something in that game that I was at that I've never seen in my entire lifetime. I've never seen them host a playoff game, let alone win a playoff game. That was their goal from the beginning. And they did it by one point. So to expect them, I expect them to win. I expect them to beat Tampa. No question. But if they lay an egg at home, that'll disappoint me. I'm, I'm with Rico there. You can't not show up to that game in front of your home crowd. But anything other than that, I can't call the season a failure. I can't move the goalposts all the way over there just yet. Whoa, 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 whoa. Where did the F word come in? Isn't that, where now, the goal, see, I, isn't I, that I what nev- missing the goalposts I is? I never, uh-uh. Uh-uh. I said it would take some luster off. I never used the F word. Now let's not now play oh, no, stupid wait, games wait, wait. when you've stupid prizes. You've used the F word. That's just true. Not That's failure. true. Yes. <laughs> I used it several times an hour. My point is, I am not using this particular F word in this particular context. I'm saying it will take a lot of the luster away where in time you'll go, that was a hell of a year. And we did so much good. But in the short term, I cannot imagine showing up Monday they don't win this game. This is, I'll say it, this is the best it'll ever get for you. In the divisional round, home game, seven-point favorite. This is the pinnacle. You don't believe me? Ravens are at home, eight-and-a-half-point favorite. Niners are at home, nine-and-a-half-point favorite. You're a seven-point. This is as good as it gets. You will, I, I could also say this with a pretty good degree of certainty, you will never get this opportunity again. Oh, you'll get it at home. You might be favored. But the odds of being a touchdown favorite in the divisional round of the NFL playoffs, guys, that's a once-a-decade thing. Ask Rico. Rico's team's been good for years. How many games are you actually a touchdown favorite in the divisional or NFC title game weekend? You're not. These games are dogfights. This is a real opportunity that for the first time since 91, you could be 60 minutes from a Super Bowl. So I want to hear from the people. Do I have your permission or is Rico fighting for your rights? That Rico is the fair one. That I'm being unfair. 248-539-9797. Like I said, so long as you don't go out there and get embarrassed, if that's the case, then that's a whole different topic. But if it's just one of those games who where... Who knew? Who knew you were such a fair and understanding and, dare I say, lenient man? Well, because, Mike, as you know, following your Giants, sometimes you just play in an epic battle, and at the end, the only thing you could do is just shake your head and say, if we would have just made that one play... Things would have been different. Mm. But yeah, that doesn't mean that the team is. Punt. Say what? 
Nah, maybe if you could have caught a punt in 2011. 2485399797. That was a cheap shot. Everybody America's <laughs> T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All right, David, quickly, the ticket text, and then we go straight to the calls. And I've just asked the question, is it acceptable? I'm asking permission. I will follow the protocol that you lay forth. I'd like to move the goalposts to say that last weekend was the game we all said, hey, win or this season is kaputs. I can't help it. You're a seven-point favorite at home this week. You have a real opportunity, maybe the best opportunity you'll ever get to get to the NFC title game. The team you needed to lose to get a home game, they lost. The more talented team that you could have faced as the opposition, they lost. And you're at home, favored by seven, and a date with destiny against Rico's Niners. Or is Rico saying, no, 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 they did what we asked. You're not allowed to move these goalposts. Let's get to it. David, ticket text. A ticket text here, uh, Mike. Yes, we should move the goalpost. Our expectations are changed a little bit. Get us to an NFL playoff gym in San Francisco. Someone else says, "No, I'm with Rico. We're not moving the goalpost on the Lions' season." Says Mike, "You were salivating just to get the playoff win to cement the season. We did that. Don't move the goalpost." Another text comes in saying, "Winning windows aren't up to teams." It's a fluid situation. Nothing wrong with changing expectations. The goalposts can move. Uh, that oh, was, yeah. This is a, ba- it's it a is. battle royale, Rico. It is. <laughs> I, I, I didn't realize we were drawing, going down party lines. Here. Go ahead. Only I way like I, I consider the year of failure is if Green Bay gets to the Super Bowl or, heaven forbid, wins it, so I am not moving the goalposts. All right, so 3-1 Rico. Rico right now with a... Big lead in the caucus. Well, I've won uh, the primary, the and Mike's a loser, and we're moving on. <laughs> uh, you know. <laughs> let's go to Hal. 97-1. Hal. Oh, boy. Hal, what's going on, buddy? How you doing? 
Hey, man. First time, long Good, time. Good, Hal. Um, Welcome, Hal. I, uh, I, I don't think you have permission to move the goalpost, Mike, I, mainly because you didn't really have the guts to back up our favorite Lions against the Rams. So they, uh, they, they made it, they made it, uh, they made it to uh, the 12 and five season. They, they won the, the home playoff game and I don't think he can move the goalposts. I think they're going to win Saturday or Sunday, pardon me, but uh, I'm on Rico's side. Can't move the goalposts. Okay. Noted. Like I said, Hal, I'm asking permission. I know it's an insanely unfair thing to do. And see, I don't think it has anything with the fact that you didn't pick the Lions to win the game. I think it's just... Oh, I'm so over that. Right, but I mean, that was... They won 24-23, to and a guy who I thought wasn't going to play played and caught a touchdown. That was a hell of a football game. Go ahead, you want to hold it against me? Is that how you get your rocks off? Go ahead. Boners all around. I, I, I see where you're coming from, but we asked a lot of this team. They did it. They won... They made it exactly. all. They won the division. They won the playoff game at home. They represented. The crowd helped them win that game because the crowd made the Rams burn two timeouts when they did not want to. But Rico, Rico, now you're an even bigger favorite in the next round. You know how rare that is. I know. I know. They got a chance to go to the NFC title game as a seven-point favorite. I know. But it's been so long. All right. I, I feel All guilt- right. no, no. I feel guilty moving the goalposts and raising the expectations of the city <sighs> because it's been thirty years. I just he don't think that guilt. that's fair. All right, let's go to Raleigh. See where he's at. Ninety-seven-one. I am one hundred percent in favor of moving the goalpost. It should. You don't get this opportunity very often. You have to take it. There's no reason why we should be okay with losing next weekend. Or this weekend. No way. I mean, Raleigh, don't you feel like it all changed when Dallas lost and you got the home yeah. game? Yes, and even going into Dallas, I know we would have been underdogs, but still, the way the last game we had against them played out, I still would have expected yep. a win because we, we should have had that game. Whatever, that's bygones, and it put us where we are today. But absolutely, we have to win next this weekend. Or I, I'm not going to use the F word, but... No, it's it's on the tip of my tongue. Mm. We made it. I, it's, yes, it's, but... it's in the it's in the back of your mind. How about we use the different word? We don't. We wouldn't use the f word, but we'd all walked away with the d word. It would be disappointed, so disappointing. Exactly. Yes. The uh, again, you don't get these opportunities very often in the NFL. You have to strike. That I was upset when they didn't do more at the trade deadline because of the way they were going. Uh, we're here. We got to take advantage of it. Yes, I I actually shared that emotion, Raleigh. Um, all right, so one for me. Obviously, Rico's still polling in the lead here. We go to Kyle, 97-1. What's up, Kyle? Yeah, I want to say you absolutely move the goalpost, and that's not a bad thing because we all watched the Cowboys and the Eagles lose, and we wanted them to lose. And we all know in Detroit they're not really talking Super Bowl right now because we all know there's one dangerous team in the NFC, and it's not the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are the right. least threatening team left. You won a playoff game, which is great, but now you're in the second round, and you're not just a favorite. You're by far a favorite. The whole NFL thinks you're the favorite. The goalpost moving, that's a good thing. So you're, you're, you're all in favor of moving the goalpost. Okay. Mikey? I'll take it. Uh, listen, you're creeping I up. don't think I'm going to – 
Yeah, I, you know, we're we're gaining some support in certain. Uh, what do you call them when they zoom in on the precincts? Precincts. Pre yeah, certain districts. I'm in the far flung districts. David, me and my mountain people. I need some recounts here. Okay, I'm not right. accepting well, you this. Really are. <laughs> Let's go to you. Are I'm going to tell you you're out of hand right now. Let's go to Justin ninety seven one. Justin, how are you, Mike? Gentlemen, good afternoon. How are you? Hey, Justin. Afternoon, hey. sir. How are you? I'm great. I'm great on this Friday, Junior. All right. So, guys, so I'm actually on the side of Rico, but I can kind of see uh, where Mike's coming from. I mean, honestly, I'm always going to remember where I was when we won that home playoff game. Very emotional. Something that will stay with us forever. So when we talk, when we set the expectations at the beginning of this year, we have hit the expectations. And, honestly, I, I get it. I get why you would want to ask for more because it's like, driving down driving down Woodward and every light just started turning green. That's what it's like having the Bucks coming back into Detroit, even though we beat them in Tampa Bay earlier this year. So I get it. There will not be another opportunity like this to happen where things are honestly just lining up. So I get it. Will I look back and will I even be close to the, to the F word or the D word? I don't think so. I think this is something that we've all been looking mm. for for 30 years so i'm i'm happy and everything on top of this is gravy so i'm more on the side of rico but at the end of the day things i get it mike things just aren't gonna line up like this again and what happens now this is this is crazy this is crazy but what happens if this young and dumb packers team goes into san francisco and does something crazy and now we have the nfc championship in detroit then, then we could talk about moving the goalposts. Then post you move the goalposts. I'm with you. You can't, you can't, you can't lose that. You cannot yeah. lose that. But up until but that think point, about this. I'm just happy to be here. Think about this. How would you feel watching that game after you lose and watching the Packers win and knowing what you could have had? But, no, I think See, it, that, what Justin why, is saying, it's the other way, Mike, because they play Saturday. You'll know. Going into the game, kind of like when they Green Bay was beating Dallas, yeah, and it changed You're the right. dynamic of everything. It's like, whoa, wait a minute here. If this goes down, you get a second home game, and the Lions knew that going into the game, which is why I said, you know what, they're going to win this game because they know what's at stake. I think the same is what Justin was saying. If the Packers beat the Niners, then Mike. I will go and rent a backhoe for you to move those goalposts. Let's go to Matt. We got time for for one more here before we got to do some business. Matty, what's going on, buddy? Hey, guys. How are you? Hey. Good, Matt. What's up? Permission granted officially to move the goalposts. I mean, I I understand the the superstitious aspect of answering the question, but I mean, anyone is lying to themselves if they say the expectation is not to win this game. I mean, Vegas thinks we're going to win. I'm sure the analysts are going to think we're going to win. The, the writing to me is on the wall. If we don't win on Sunday, I, I know we're all going to remember this season, um, but we're also going to remember that the season ended to a loss to Baker Mayfield at home where we were a touchdown favorite, and that's probably going to mean that we're going to have to see Baker Mayfield commercials, and nobody wants that. Yeah, I think those days are over, Matt. I don't think he's going to be walking the stadium with a coffee cup and a robot anymore. But I understand what you're saying. You're, 
I just don't think that it's fair to move the goalpost. The only way I'll allow it, if the Packers win on Saturday, you can move the goalpost. Other than that, we've asked this team to do everything that we wanted, and they did it. Just don't get blown out, just, and I'm okay. It, it's just such an opportunity. I And, and look, maybe, maybe it's not this huge opportunity because the parallels between 1991 and now, like if you go to San Francisco, you're going to be the better part of a 10-point underdog. But my point is, who cares? Get in that game. It's there. I mean, go around the league the next time you're dropping a grumpy and go look at the amount of AFC or NFC championship games franchises have participated in. Not even one. Participated in. Go look at the dates of some of these for the last time they were there. All you need to do is look in your own mirror. 1991. The same emotions that apply to last week and should apply to this weekend. You have a chance to do something your franchise has not done. And it's it, it will never be, I'm not using the E word, easy, but it's there, man. This is as prime of an opportunity as you will ever get. So go get it. Go do it. That way we don't have to use the D word. Disappointment. All right, we're going to get back to your calls in a minute. But but in a public service announcement role, because the ticket prices for this game make last week look like the discount DVD bin, we wanted to provide you with some party planning dishes for what is going to be a wintry, perfect day to sit inside Possibly not wear uh, pants that don't feature an elastic waistband Mm. and watch your Lions pave their way to the NFC title game. Music, please. Ah. That's right. Roberto's got his dickie on. There you go. Cousin Eddie's in the house. He's got his dickie on. Ah, the moose little cut. turtleneck, little little eggnog. Ah, oh, there we go. My heart skipped a beat. Mine too. Oh, stop it. Please, I'm a professional. Button, David. All right, so listen to that. What? That's what Randy Quaid was wearing. It was, was a dickie. He was. Yes. It was I a just, turtleneck. He So we'll all be watching Everybody the big game. Down. We're all going to watch the big game on Sunday. That's a given. But I have a this or that game for you right now. It's a recipe shootout. Let's do it. It's famous Detroit recipe or famous Tampa Bay recipe. Which would you rather have on your table on Sunday? I like this. I I like this. I'll be accused of being a traitor, but here we go. (laughs) I know. I think you're going to pick every other one. All right, here we go. First off, we're going to start out number one. We all know it. We know Coney Dog. That's, That's number one. But would you rather have a Tampa Bay classic, the Cuban sandwich? It's it's not even a discussion. Cuban sandwich. It's also a better digestive property. You don't want a house full of people eating conies and then using your toilet. That's a problem. Cuban, please. (laughs) Who are these people you hang with? (laughs) Rico, Rico, get 20 people over your house. You're banging out chili dogs. You know what that bathroom's going to be? It's going to be a war zone. <laughs> war zone. <laughs> okay. I guess it's... Okay. A... Hey, I'll tell you what. You don't believe me? Go look at Kenny on a daily basis. He eats chili dogs all the time. 
Where's Kenny six times from two to six? Yeah, but he's Stall got number the digestive two. system of a 75-year-old. <laughs> no, I wait. I, I got the bidet at home. I, I wait. Oh, okay, let, let's move on. Kenny uh, actually has you. a bidet in his car. <laughs> if it's done right, Cuban. it's the Cuban sandwich. I saw Not si- everybody can do the yeah. Cuban sandwich right. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, buddy. Not everybody can do Coney's either. Man, you're this is you're starting us off strong here because you know I'm a sandwich guy, Roberto. Right. And you know I love me a Coney. This is hard, huh? Come on, watching the Lions, ice cold day, and you got a crispy, melty, delicious Cuban sandwich. Right off go the co- press, right off the panini press. I gotta go. I gotta go, oh. Coney. I gotta go, Coney. Oh. I'm sorry, guys. I love Coney's too much. Yeah, you'll be. Yeah. You'll be going Coney three, four times in the first half, that's for sure. <laughs> At least I'm equipped for it, Mike. Yeah, okay. you'll be making a Coney, that's for oh, sure. All right, keep it rolling. All right, let's rolling. see what Kenny says about this one. Can't wait. The Detroit-style pizza versus a Tampa Bay mainstay, the Spanish skillet paella with chorizo, shrimp, Detroit. and clams. No, Detroit-style pizza. Get out, A. Yeah, Detroit-style pizza. A, you'll stink up your house. B, I've never known a human being who can make paella at home. It destroys pans. No, the Detroit-style pizza. It's a football game. This ain't the Catalina wine mixer. I'll stand right. up for it. It's football. It's pizza. Square it's pizza. It. Rectangle pizza. Absolutely. Not on. Uh, all go right, ahead, Rico. I know your answer, but go ahead. No, it was pizza. I, I answered that very early. Okay. Okay. Right. Let's Sorry, go to the dessert side of things. Okay. The, Whatever uh, Detroit option is, I'm taking it already. The Detroit famous, what do you call it? Sanders, Saunders, whatever the hell you call it. Oh, the, the bumpy, bumpy cake. cake. That's right. Versus, we know Tam- Florida, Tampa Bay is all about citrus, right? So the yeah, Saunders yeah. bumpy cake versus the orange meringue pie. Sweet, tart, nope. and delicious. No. No. Gross, nasty, and awful. Give me the bumpy cake. You may have had me Comforting, at a... classic chocolate. You may have had me at a key lime pie, but that sounded disgusting. So, <laughs> yeah, that's no. all. Orange meringue. <laughs> that sounds as awful as Tampa Bay's running game. No. Bumpy cake. I think cake. they're serving that at the old folks' home down the street from here. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> yeah, right exactly. up there with the, uh, the fluff or whatever you call it. Oh, I, yeah. Fluff or nutter. I love a bumpy cake. Whoa, I got to go bumpy whoa, cake. Whoa. Wait, I saw I some not show and tolerate. somebody was making a fluffernutter sandwich, and I'm like, that's what Mike has been talking about. Yeah, big New York thing. That's the stuff we grew up on as kids on the East Coast. It's fluffernutter and peanut butter. Don't knock it till you try it. Now, don't be a punk. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> David, could you imagine a bunch of people over the house eating fluffernutter sandwiches? The, the what's going to happen? Oh no, to not the for the game. No, 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 not for the game, and not for kids over the age of twelve. I'm saying it was a childhood treat. No, 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 no. Hey, Bobby and Brent, come on over and get some fluff. No, no one. He's got no a peanut one's allergy. A so every now and then, you just don't <laughs> right. break down and relive childhood and have a fluff or another sandwich. I don't. Mm. No, dude, I haven't had it in probably 15 years. I don't even know if they sell it out here. I was about to say, every no, now I've and then, I'll it. do a peanut butter and jelly. Just you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love PBJ, but the fluff? I don't even know if you can buy fluff out here. Can't invite nobody out Actually, to the house Actually, you can. With that. It's good. Uh, you know. Something. Yeah, you can buy the fluff. It's called Michigan's football schedule. Hey, go ahead to the next what one, please. What are we doing? Next. All right, Roberto, <laughs> gain control. Hey, get yourself some Bowling <laughs> Green fluff, crazy. David. All right, this one might be controversial <laughs> because some people might not agree this is a Detroit 
famous food, but I do. I'm calling it, and I'm saying okay. it is. I'm saying okay. the almond boneless chicken. Versus? I think, it, I think it is a Detroit staple because... It's so famous here, not in other states. Mike, am I right on this? It's a, you're talking to Chinese food. Yeah, yes. I, I've never seen almond chicken in New York. So, okay. yeah, that's definitely something I saw when I was out here. Now, what's the Tampa equivalent? Now, the Tampa equivalent would be a Cuban beef featuring rice, beans, plantain chips, no. garnished with cilantro. No, I, again, highfalutin. I'm not cooking for my friends like that. No, right. out. Give me the give me the almond chicken. Not into the like, bananas. So. Give me the chicken. It's football. Give me the chicken. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think I'll take this over the uh, almond chicken. Almond what? chicken. Really? What? Why not? Try something different. Not into the Chinese food for a football game, huh? No, no, no. We said almond chicken. I don't think I'll take the almond chicken. I'll take the uh, Cuban. Stuff. Yeah, it's like almond a, chicken. It's a, it's Chinese a shredded food. beef. Okay. Yeah, I'll take the beef. All right. Keep it rolling. Sa- save that as a drop, please. Um, next. Uh, Another Detroit staple. I guess it was. It's, it did start here. Oh, rolls. oh, how did you know that? That was the next one. Oh, my God. <laughs> what are you seeing the list? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so from weird. Southwest Detroit. Uh, <laughs> You're right. You're absolutely right. All right. <laughs> Corned beef versus. Versus. Tampa Bay's golden brown crab fritter nope. with lemon nope. on the side. Nope. Because nope. it's fish. I know. I that know. doesn't matter. It's a corned beef egg roll. It wins. It is Can the I Baltimore choose? Ravens. It's the 49ers. <laughs> it's right. the one seed. It, 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 it's him. Right. It's what the one seed. They, they got the bye week. <laughs> I want to say something controversial. I've never had a corned beef egg roll. Right in the thousand island, goes in the thousand hey, island dressing. Hey, I'm getting yelled at right now. Hey, Kenny, yes, I'm gonna join you. I've seen them, I've smelt them. I don't want no part of it. Oh, well, you nope. know what, Mike? I... To your spine. I'd be willing to try oh, one. I just man. never had one. I'll bring some for you. I didn't know that. I did not know. Sorry, I know. All right, you want one more? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Sure, quickly. All right, another Detroit staple, the chicken shawarma, right? Mm-hmm. Versus? Versus Tampa Bay's Greek chicken with rice, green olives, and feta cheese. No, no. Shawarma. Shawarma. Detroit's got the market cornered on handheld sandwich wraps. Shawarma. Shawarma. Just take uh, it easy on the garlic sauce, will you? That's right. Shawarma Not 25 anymore. <laughs> shawarma. Yeah. All right, how about a But again, punch-key. that garlic sauce in a party format, look out. Nope, out. Punchki versus tangerine orange cake. I'll take the punchki. Okay, I'm done with you and the citrus. <laughs> That's All it. Right, I don't want either of those things. That's Florida. Uh, just give me another slice of pizza. Keep the dessert. All right, that's it. <laughs> little party planning. I think we have the advantage on the field, and, and I think we have the advantage from a cuisine standpoint. Corned beef egg roll. Good sign. Good sign. Man, you can, you can miss uh. me with those. All right, we do it every week at this time. We talk to our man out in Vegas. Got to be a happy guy because his Lions got it done. We go to Derek Stevens, Circa Las Vegas. Derek, how are you, buddy? But I am a happy guy. We uh, we had a great yeah. weekend last weekend in Vegas, and uh, we're uh, we're uh, we're all heading back home to the D. So we're fired up. We're going to be at Fort Field with the whole with the whole Vegas crew. So I'm excited about coming back home. Oh, okay, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, big time. And guess what? You get to come home. I mean, Derek, we were talking about this earlier in the show from a non-betting standpoint, but just the idea. Lions get the second game because the team they wanted to lose loses. They get the the preferred opponent between Philly and Tampa. You're a six-and-a-half, seven-point favorite. There is the best shot you've had in just about the same amount of time, 30 years, to get to championship Sunday. I mean, you got to get it. They can't lose. It can't happen. They got to win. Well, this is as close as, uh, as, close as I'd say I, I've felt in my lifetime, that's for sure. Um, no, this is uh, this has all come together. This is great. I mean, I mean, you guys know it. I mean, we're feeling it out here in Vegas. I mean, this this love for uh, love for Detroit's been unbelievable throughout throughout uh, throughout the country. But yeah, this is as close as we've gotten. We're pretty damn fired up about it. It's awesome. Talking with Derek. Have Stevens. they become oh, the oh. public's choice? I'm sorry, Rico. My bad. I was just going to follow up real quick. Is right. have they become the public team where it doesn't matter where people are from? They're betting on the Lions. Uh, I would say I would say so. I mean, it started off you know a, a season ago with the hard knocks bump, and then starting off lousy and coming on strong at the end of the twenty two season, and then this year you know jumping in with opening game on national TV and, and beating the Chiefs on the road and rolling through there and with uh, with these athletes that uh, the Lions have that are fun to watch with a game plan. Ben Johnson's fun to watch. Uh, and Dan Campbell leading the charge. This is uh, this has been this has been a, a great football team, <clears throat> whether you're a Lions fan or not. This has been a great team to follow and watch and have fun with this whole year. So absolutely. I'm with Derek Stevens. Derek, is this the game that you're seeing the most action on? Uh, right now, right now, I would say uh, I would say the games are pretty even. Remember, we're still we're still uh, we're still you know a little 48 hours away from. Uh, from the first game on Saturday, and that's we're, we're going to have a lot more a lot more action come in once uh, once we get all the injury reads and things like that. Um, I would tend to believe though um, the number one handle game for the weekend it's going to be one of the late games. It's just it's just it has to be Green Bay San Fran or it has to be Kansas City Buffalo just because uh, just because of the timing. That's going to be that's going to be it's going to be one of the two, um, and you can make an argument uh, you know this. The 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 story uh, the story challenges between Green Bay and San Fran might put it up as number one because it's on a Saturday night, so it could uh, it could go that way. Derek, so w- when you look at overall, you know Super Bowl future bets, all of that, I've always wondered: is you have the games to bet on, but the futures market when you get to this point, you go all right. The team I'm betting has got to win three football games for me to get this done. What type of handle does Super Bowl futures really bring in? Well, I mean, the one thing the one thing that you'll see is with the futures, um, you know, this this is like the snowball effect where where you know you, you as a sports book, what you don't want to see is you don't want to see a, a, a team that's a real big long shot. That just progressively continues to surprise because that way you know you're just going to get money in throughout the entire season and by the time you get near the end, like we are now, you're sitting on an oh my god type of situation. Um, when you have a team that's a strong favorite throughout the year, um, you're usually not in too too bad of a too bad of a position. Out of the eight remaining teams for circus sports. The team, um, the teams that uh, that Circus Sports don't want to last past this weekend um, are the Green Bay Packers, 
um, and I'm just talking about the money now. Um, there was a lot of money that came in on the Packers, and uh, and because of the long odds, it added up. It added up to a lot of liability. And then uh, on the other side, the Ravens. Um, the Ravens, even though they were they were they were pretty popular at the beginning of the year, just there was just so much Lamar love throughout the whole year that uh, that that really kind of snowballed. So for us, it's the Packers and the Ravens that we're hoping we're hoping don't make it past uh, past this weekend. Well, listen, enjoy your time back home. I, I, I know uh, you'll get one look at the weather and go, all right, that's it. Get me back to the desert. Yeah, hopefully but it won't be as bad think, as last weekend. Uh, we're, we're, we're all excited. We landed at 8 in the morning. We're going right to Nemo's. Rented out Nemo's. Going to have a lot of fun over there. I think we're going to see uh, TJ Lang, one, one of your compatriots. We Hopefully we run into you uh, over the weekend as well. We're going to be there in and out, and uh, we're looking forward to it. I'll have a hell of a good time. We'll talk to you next week when I have a feeling we're going to preview the NFC title game and it's going to be Lions and Niners. Uh, Derek, we'll All talk right. to you next week, my man. Thank you. Thank you. All right, see you, Derek. All right, Derek Stevens. You got it, Circa Las Vegas. David, a few ticket texts, if you will. Uh, and then we'll uh, we'll get back to business. we got a lot left to do. we got to get to the calls. I've got a deal breakers that's Lions playoff specific football today's. Tons of stuff. What do you got, David? Uh, someone says bring or being a touchdown favorite at home changes everything. The goalpost has definitely moved for me. Someone else says, do I, a baby. Want, do I want more? Yes, but they've earned their stripes already. I am not moving the goalpost. Uh, someone else, oh, not someone else. His name is Vince listening in Miami on the Odyssey app. He says, yes, hey, Vince. move those posts now. Okay. Uh, yes, the goalpost needs to be moved. An NFC championship or bust now. Ooh, wow. Got a feeling I'm going to lose this election. <laughs> <laughs> Cliff from Rylander, Wisconsin, also listening on the Odyssey app, says, you are 100% correct. Move the goalpost. This is a game the Lions should and need to win. Yeah, I'm feeling like Michael Dukakis getting out of a tank right now with a helmet on. Oh no! <laughs> Great reference. <laughs> the goal. Listen, a couple of a couple of votes the other way. I look like Biden getting off an airplane. Don't worry, I got tumbler right down the stairs. Give me a break. Everything can swing in a couple moves here, Rico. It's okay. I can't move the goalpost. Someone says because I've decided before the season that they were going to the NFC Championship game. I was called a fool, but I'm looking pretty smart now. Wow. Insecure much? 248-539-9797. We get back to the calls. I got a deal breakers for you. It's going to be thought-provoking, and it has everything to do with fandom, ground rules, and your lines. That's all I can say. We'll get to it next. 97.1. All right, let's get to business. We're talking about moving the goalposts. I'm asking permission. I'm not able to make that declaration. The fact is the team you needed to lose to get the home game, lost. Who was the preferred team? I mean, I could argue you would have been fine playing the Eagles because the Eagles don't look like they enjoy playing football for money. But the Bucks are the weaker roster. They won. You're a six-and-a-half-point favorite. You're at home. This is the best home field advantage in all of football in my mind. You guys are incredible. So I've said... You're going to win a home playoff game, and you're going to you're going to win that division. And man, it doesn't matter what happens after that. 
I'd like to know if I could move the goalposts. Do I have your permission, Detroit? That uh, you got to win this game too. I just can't imagine coming into work next week and going, yeah, it's all right, guys. Tripped over our garden hose and lost to Baker Mayfield as a seven-point favorite. And now I'm watching them lose 40 to nothing in the NFC title game. I, Is that why, I though, just because know, it's Baker Mayfield? It's all of it. I think the Bucks are highly flawed. I mean, yes, they have a passing attack that at times can look good, but it's still Baker. Uh, they don't run it. They can't run it. Uh, and defensively, Todd Bowles plays defense like it's 2005. You know, he doesn't do any disguising. I just blitz. I'm going to tell you I'm blitzing, and look, it's me blitzing. I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> like, yeah. I would feel awful losing to this team. Awful. Now, do I think this team's going to make it a little tighter than people think? Yes. That's because I, I just, I'm not going to let one 24-23 playoff win seduce me that we get to walk into games like we're the Chiefs in their prime and just blow the doors off teams. But you got to win. Or... Rico Beard has stood up for you and said, ah, nah, nah. There ain't no moving any goalposts. They did their job. This is all house money. 248-539-9797. You want to get to the calls? Let's go. Let's go to Dre. He's batting lead off in the 4 o'clock. Dre, what's going on, buddy? Hey, Mike, you do not have permission to move the goalposts. Respectfully. You place the goal. At the end of last season, when we beat Aaron Rodgers and sent him packing off to the Jets, moving the goalpost would be like the carrot on the stick trick right now. I got a dollar. (laughs) (laughs) You do not tell your kids to clean up your room, and you're going to give them a dollar, and they clean up the room, and you say, well, hey, since I know you clean up your room now, let's go with cleaning up the bathroom, too, in the kitchen. You just expect them to keep that room clean on a good basis. And that's what we need to do with Detroit, with the Lions. We need to expect them to win. Because let me tell you, if this was last weekend, let's let's play a different scenario. Last weekend went down with Dallas actually showing up and beating Green Bay and the Eagles doing the 180 and playing like they was playing in the midseason. We'd be looking at it too hard scenarios right now that we have to go down to get to this conference game. So we need to be happy with what we got right now. Yes, we yes we can expect them to beat Tampa Bay because the way cars played out and then beat Green Bay long as we at home, but we have to we have to keep on re, re, right. we are still rebuilding. And you let me ask you a question. Oh when yes, your when your G man Went three games on the road and then beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Did you ever move a goalpost on him? No, because we were underdogs in every game. Remember, that team, I was home for Christmas back in the day. Didn't have a gray hair on my head. They were 7-7 seven and seven on Christmas Eve playing the New York Jets. It, they weren't even supposed to make the playoffs. They were an underdog in every game they played. That's a different approach. That's... Hey, David, you'll like this one. That's like the Michigan versus everybody thing. The difference is you ain't favored versus nobody. It is truly you versus everyone. You are favored. Look, if you were a three-point favorite like you were last week, I don't do this topic. I don't do it. 
I don't. Yeah, it's but just... you are a touchdown favorite in the divisional round. Pri- you know, good old Carlton over here, aka Privileged Rico. Okay, go, 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 go. no, no, no. no. Can... Let me stop you with that. Okay, once again, last time the Niners won, been a long time, Mike, almost thirty years. Okay, you and David have You're seen Super Bowls since I've seen a Super Bowl. I'll say it again. You are consistently making the playoffs. You are consistently a threat to go to the Super Bowl. Have been. I can't change that you couldn't catch a punt in 2011. Okay. I can't it's... change that Roger Craig couldn't hold on to the football in 1990. We, we had we the Jeff Garcia the years. We've had the Steve Bono You've years. been to the Super Bowl more recently than either one of our teams. So what are we You've doing? You've won it. Oh, that's right. You've won it. Well, I can't help that you employed Zoolander instead of a quarterback. At no, that I can't help it that somebody turned off the lights. Just shut it down. Going to restart the whole game in 40 minutes. I know they're rolling. Let's just turn off the lights. David, David, can you feel the pain radiating from this man's body? Yes, I, I thought something was wrong with my TV. Like, what just happened here? Who unplugged the TV? You just hate to see it. Uh, let's go to Alex ninety seven one. What's up, Alex? Oops, all right, hold on. There okay. we go. Alex, there we go. good. Alex, what's up? Uh, I think uh, if we're gonna move the goalposts, uh, we should just expect not to get blown out. Doesn't matter what level, whether it's against Tampa, the Niners, or the Super Bowl, but just don't get blown out. Explain your. What do you mean, though? Like you go into a game as a seven-point favorite. How are we talking I, about just don't get blown out? Like what? Well, I don't I expect, understand. I expect to win, but if you're going to lose, don't you shouldn't be losing by more than the spread. All right. So the only way, the only way you walk away feeling really bad about yourself is if they showed her ass. They just they don't exactly. show up. They yeah, look like right. the Cowboys. That's what you're telling me. I'm with oh, Alex as well. So you're on Team Rico. All right. No yeah. respect. All right. Okay. I don't have permission to move the goalposts. Yeah, you okay. just can't go out there and get uh, skunked. You know, thirty-seven to nothing. That's this a is whole uh, this show. really is a close caucus. This is a close polling result. I know. I feel like I feel I need, like it's kind of down the middle. You know what I need, David? I think I need another Big G endorsement. That won me the last election. You know what's sad about all that is when you think back to when we cut those silly promos, Rico, how come fall is that going to be four years ago? How is that possible? You're right. You think about that? You're right. How is that possible? Four years ago, and it took a lot to convince you. He was like, no, I'm not going to say anything bad about my son. Okay, how about you just say good things about me? I can do that. All right, there we go. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but you see how silly it is? It's it is. the equivalent of having John Harbaugh talk about his brother Jim. Right. He ain't going to trash his brother. Right. It's not going to happen. He's honest. Two, four. Uh, excuse me? John, he said Jim's honest. Hey, he's mm-hmm. honest. Mm-hmm. Upstanding. Mm-hmm. Should we hook him up to a truth machine? Mm-hmm. Let's go. Please. No, no, let's, let's go to Randall. I'm about to say, let's go to Will because I accidentally hung up on him. Will, you're on okay. 97.1. Hey, how are you guys doing today? Hey, man. Good. First of all, I'm disappointed in uh, Roberto. When Dan Miller made the comment, oh, what a night, I just knew that was going to be the, the song he did. So Roberto needs to get his game together. 
But <laughs> in regards to the um, moving the goalposts, I look at it like in a sales pack where you have a goal and then a stretch goal, making the playoffs, having a home game, winning that home game was the goal. But you cannot change the goal. You may have a stretch goal, but you cannot move that goalpost. Now that things are falling in place, we got a stretch goal to make it to the NFC championship game, but that's as far as I'm allowing you to – I can't allow you to move it, but I can't allow you to add a stretch goal on uh, – uh, So we got to add – we got to add a stretch provision to this puppy. I can't fully well, move it. There's a stretch goal. But we got some contingency. If you go to your sales department, they've got stretch goals for what they want them to do. But they set a goal, and then if you go beyond that, you get a bonus. And that's what the Lions are looking for, to get that bonus check. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, because it kind of so cheapens. people understand. Go ahead, Rico. No, it kind of cheapens, because if you move the goalpost, it like the one caller says, it does feel like that commercial with the old dude with a dollar at the end of the fishing pole. Like, well, I mean, come on, you almost got it. Come on. Yeah, but, but the difference is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the dollars just sitting there on the floor, no string attached to it. You got to go out and grab it. There's no creepy man who might be a serial killer holding the dollar at the end of a fishing pole. Yeah, you better check and see if there's a fishing line attached to that dollar. I just, I know, you, I know. You made it. And this look, far. we're gonna, we're gonna do all the game breakdown stuff tomorrow. We wanted to like sequentially approach all the angles to the game in the lead up to the Friday show. So if you're looking for like, when are they talking Vita Vea? Uh, that's tomorrow. Okay, so we're going to do deal breakers, but with a twist. I have created a series of what I'm calling Lions Playoff Edition fan issues that are in deal breakers. Kenny, Roberto, Evan Jenkins, if available, David. Roberto's not really a fan, so it does he doesn't qualify for this. This is for the real fans. Hit the button. In the world of sports and everyday life, we the people need to make critical decisions that will impact our future. Some are right, some are wrong, some are deal breakers. Now I know normally you'd hear Roberto go, is everybody ready? Everybody ready to play the game? You ready? I know you're ready, so let's dive in. Issue number one, gentlemen. Your friend calls you and goes, I've scored a pair of tickets to the big game this weekend. He invites you. You happily accept. One problem. He tells you that not only does he have to charge you for the ticket, but he's not going to charge you face value. He's using secondary market pricing. He expects you to pay it. And you don't know what he did and did not pay for these tickets. Guys, A, it's not necessarily about would you do it, but is does this affect your relationship with said friend? Rico Beard, as you like to say, be curious. What do you got for me? Go F yourself. That's <laughs> pretty much my, <laughs> my reaction. Respectfully. Like, wait, wait, wait. You got tickets, but you need me to... Pay for the tickets, and not. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead value. and eat that bread. Yeah, yeah. You know sorry, what? you go ahead and eat that cost of those tickets and call somebody else who's stupid because I'm not going. All yeah. right, and would it affect your friendship? Yes, like, 
like I, if okay. you're that hard up for money, just ask me for a loan. But come on, man, that's don't pull a con on me. Kenny Cox. I wasn't planning on spending that kind of money for this game this weekend anyway. Right. So why would I spend extra money on the secondary market for these tickets that I didn't ask for in the first place? No, absolutely not. And, uh, yes, this would affect the friendship. I'm no longer allowing him anywhere near to – if we're planning on going to a game, I'm not letting him purchase the tickets anymore. Uh, I don't I'll, believe you. I'll be He's the out. one. I don't believe you, Kenny. I'll be it the would one not purchasing. affect your friendship. It will. It, it would. Will. No, it would that's a bitch. David ass Hall. Oh. See, here's the thing. Oh. <laughs> here's the thing. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be like, oh, no, okay, you're asking me to pay. But secondary market, I think, is where I would have the problem. But then when you do ask me to pay, I think I would be like, okay, I, th- I just know where we stand now. I know where the friendship stands, and it's over. We're done. <gasps> I'll pay for the ticket. You're ending I the go. friendship. Yeah, I'll pay for the ticket because I want to go. But I know it's done. We're done. All right. Part two. (laughs) Viewing party edition. Your crew's decided we ain't paying these prices. You know, Bobby can't find coverage for the kids. Louie's got no money. You know, whatever. Everybody's got a story and you decide as friends. We're not going. Instead, we're going to throw a kick-ass Lions playoff party. Sounds fun, right? The guy who's hosting, he's got a great house to do it at. Great entertainment space. Great crew. One problem. You arrive at the party, and there are children everywhere. And the host has decided, without telling anybody, he invited people that are outside the circle, including his butthead neighbors who are Packer fans. Is this a deal breaker? This is a deal breaker, but I'll tell you what. I'll stay for the first half and I'll leave at halftime and go somewhere else, anywhere else, because I'm not spending a whole four quarters of football hanging out with these children that I did not expect to be around in the first place. Leaving at halftime. Yeah, you know what? I'd probably walk through the door feeling like this. How are you living right now? And see the kids and be like, yeah, I'm out. We're done. Got some place to go. Where? Back home. See, I, I, I guess anywhere. the right. question would have to be, do they have kids? Or is he someone else that he invited? Their well, I'm kids? assuming you're probably they are, not bringing they your are, kids. Here, I'll answer. No, I'll answer. They are someone else's children. Then no. You should have told me up front who you were inviting and what was what was going on here. So no. Because there's a difference between watching the game with serious fans that they know, hey, guys, it's quiet. I mean, imagine somebody trying to talk your ear off during last week's game in the fourth quarter so you know have you heard that new album uh what because here's the thing and and i like to always brag on my kids they are very smart on sports but they're still kids Mm -hmm. so at some point their attention span is gonna you know leave them and they'll do something else can we go over to the nickelodeon channel and watch the slime and that's why i say leave at halftime be there for with your buddies with your friends whatever it's a half of football it's not going to kill you then go watch it by yourself or at a sports bar wherever you want to go and if you can't curse why even watch the game right that's all actually i know you're joking but that's absolutely true (laughs) because then you get into issues of hey can you watch the language hey can you get the f out Don't bring your kids. This is for adults only. You have to tell people the ground rules. But Rico brought something interesting, boys. Talked about serious, serious sports watching. Your friends know how you like to watch Lions games. 
you want to be left alone. You like to really focus in. And in turn, you're respectful. You don't bother them when they're watching their inferior teams. But one problem. As the Lions game unfolds, you start getting what I like to call coded language. Coded texts. From things like, quote, Man, better not choke this one away, Bob. Or, can't believe you're letting Baker Mayfield move up and down the field on you guys. Oh, I Close was, quote. Oh, you had different quotes. Do you sit and take Touchdown, it, black or guy. do you fire, or do you fire a direct shot across the bow? Here's the thing, my friend group, they know not to text me. I don't even look at my phone when my team is playing because I know what they're going to try to do. Leave me alone. I'm watching the game. I don't need jokes about. Oh, they're about to score on you. I don't need it, okay? Leave me alone. Let me watch football. Mm. Kenneth? This has happened to me as recently as the Georgia game and as the Michigan game as well, the Natty game. So, yeah, no, I've, I've left group chats because of this. It's unacceptable. It's a deal breaker. That is a deal breaker. Rico Beard, you seem reticent to comment. No, it, it's a deal breaker. I was just letting these two. I didn't want to, uh, you know... Change their mind, but absolutely no, you don't do that. I, I mean, I felt you don't do it. I felt bad the one time where I thought you were happy about a win, and you were like, "No, it cost us a draft pick." And I was like, "Oh, you know what? I'm, I'm sorry." Uh, I sent yeah. you the meme. Uh, of I, I remember. Uh, I, Giant, I Giants Packers. Yeah, <laughs> I felt bad. Yeah, like you. you know, I'm thinking like I'm <laughs> celebrating with you and Big G, and you're like, "No, thank you, piece of yes. crap." I was I was thinking of creative ways for you to die. All right. Next. Here we go. Game day has arrived. Ford Field. Vibes are immaculate. You get to your seats that you paid through the nose for. You and three of your buddies, two of you are missing kidneys. You sold them on the black market for club seats. And you sit down. Uh-oh. The row in front of you. Four guys, all six three or better, and they refuse to sit down for any portion of any part of this game. How do you handle? Hang on a second, because I was at this situation last Sunday. And they weren't tall or anything, but everybody in Ford Field was standing up for most of that game. The only time people sat down was during commercial breaks or during you know halftime, essentially. So I don't think it's a big deal. Stand up. You're a row behind them, which means you're a row taller. It's fine. It's not a deal breaker. It's a, it's a sporting okay. event. Now, you're standing up. Work with me on from this perspective, gentlemen. Let, let's say a majority of people are seated. Kenny, you're right to bring that up. Let's say it is a more normal experience at an NFL game. And these guys are like the only dudes in the section standing up. So basically, Approach they're, up, from they're standing way. up for the coin flip. I mean, they just ain't sitting down. Gotcha. They're holding court, high-fiving, the whole bit. Me personally, I would tell them that it's unacceptable. But <laughs> that's just me. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> You'd be very You'd be hiding under your chair. <laughs> or I'd buy them all drinks, whatever they want. Not going good. Yeah, at that point, it's a deal breaker, right? I mean, they're the only ones. They're breaking the code. Yeah, that is a deal Rico? breaker. I, I mean... Yeah, I'm. Hey guys, are we going to be doing this the entire game? If the answer is yes, like now nah, that we're not Ooh. doing this the entire game, so we're going to pick and choose oh, our boy. spots. 
but we're not going to do this the entire game. So if that's the case, so, there's a standing room only place, but you're not doing this here. Yeah, this ain't standing room only. Right. No, um, no, no, so David, do I have time to? Yeah, I, I would just say at the beginning, like, hey, you know, I, maybe you're just getting there. You're excited. It's the first time you've ever been in Ford Field, and you're just kind of looking around. But the question is, hey, we're not doing this the whole game, meaning it's a rhetorical question. We're not doing this the whole game. Well, you said it. I, I paid for a seat. I didn't pay for standing, <laughs> to be yeah. standing on my shoes. A stand. <laughs> right. Um, real quick, I just want to add caveat two to this, and I know we got to wrap it up. But scenario two, everything I just said is true minus the standing. But the same group of guys are social media loud phone guy. Constantly on their phones. Constantly taking videos that you can see by the video they're taking your in. The oh, Bobby, I'm at the game, bro. No, I'm not going to take a 30th picture for you. This isn't the JCPenney photo studio. Gentlemen, is this a deal breaker or do you just have to accept it that it's 2024? I, I hate it because you're not living in the moment. And I say that about concerts, sporting events, whatever it may be, is that you're ruining your own experience. Or experience, though. It doesn't matter to me. As long as you're not asking me to take the pictures, I don't care. Do what you like. Right. Oh, they are. They're asking you to take the pictures. You're in the video, even though you don't want to be. Well, All of it. That's a problem. Oh, if that's the case, then you find out, oh, okay, oh, you're married, and the next time we're in a video that's going live, I'm going to say some inappropriate stuff that your wife is going to be questioning <gasps> you about. Oh now, that's God. what you get for putting me in your video. That's amazing, Rico. That <laughs> okay. is amazing. No, no. That's what you get for me. Like, hey, what do you want me to do with those girls? Can I, should I tell them to come back to the seat? Oh, my God. Okay. And I, I, I think guarantee we have evidence, you won't be Rico asking me again. Is a bad person. All right. That is your Lions Playoff Edition deal breaker. All right, we got a couple uh, news and notes for you. Catch up on those. Get back to the Lions here in the next 20 minutes. Got a football today. Uh, tomorrow, of course, Football Friday. TJ will join us, all Lions. Get into the game and see where everybody's at because this is as good of an opportunity as you're ever going to have to get to that NFC title game. At home, touchdown favorite. It's not a superstar quarterback on the other sideline. It's right there. And we'll dive head first. News and notes, um, I give you the Jim Harbaugh stuff. If you look at the betting odds, the Chargers have moved to be the favorite at minus 150 for his destination next year. Mm -hmm. Not being in the NFL is even money. And then the field is, a, is plus 1,000. Now, Chargers interviewed Mike Vrabel today. The one note I would tell you, if you go look at who the Chargers are interviewing for their front office, for the GM spot, these guys, in one way or another, have Harbaugh ties. Might meet, might be something, might be nothing. Keep your eye on that. I had one fun thing for Rico, because I always like to rub it in his face mm -hmm. about how bad college football is right now. The uh, absurdity continues. Did you see that Cam McCormick, Miami uh, tight yes. end, yeah. was granted a ninth season of eligibility? Mm -hmm. Ninth. Young man's this gone man through was in the things, same man. recruiting I don't care. Nine years. Bottom line, you shouldn't be able to obtain two PhDs and still play football. Rico, he was in the same recruiting class as Jalen Hurts, as Nick Bosa. <laughs> Come on, man.
well, you know. Come on. We all mature and go through college in different time periods. Oh, really? Boo Booey is a grandfather. He's still at Northwestern. I watched him last night. I know you did. How do we have a 25-year-old point guard at Northwestern? COVID. (laughs) I I don't want to hear it. Uh, Guy's older than Uncle Phil on on, on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Come on. No, Mike, I understand. Well, hey, I got something for you, buddy. Yeah. What do you uh, got? Looks like Cliff Kingsbury is interviewing with the Chicago Bears for the offensive coordinator position. Huh. Interesting, huh? Okay. I don't hate Cliff as an OC. Mm-hmm. It's clear he's not a leader of men. Mm-hmm. But as an OC, you drafting Caleb, it sure seems that way. Yeah. Yeah, I don't hate it. Right, now I'm going to say, it looks like Caleb is going to be the guy for Chicago and Fields is out. They're going to hit the reset button. I'll tell you, maybe I just, uh, maybe Justin Fields is a blind spot for me. I think there'll be a line around the block for him. No, I don't think it's a, I told you, if Belichick, if he goes to Atlanta, he's going to want to go after him. Whoever the head coach is going to be. There's something there. Yeah. I just feel like there's something there. They haven't had good offensive coaching around them. They didn't have any pieces around them last year, multiple coaching staffs. I swear, I, I just feel like Justin Fields can be a real high-level player. Seattle. For a third-round pick, I'm willing, yeah, I'm willing to take that risk. 100% Rico. Third-round pick, I'll tell him to go out to San Francisco. I'll take it. Can you just let the rest of us have something? The Giants should go after him. S- you're damn right. But or they better won't. at the Steelers. But no, they love their QBs. So oh, no. Tomlin said today there's going to be competition with Kenny Pickett. Oh, Terry Bradshaw? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Mike Tomzak is back in the fold. <laughs> All right, David, some ticket text for everybody, please. Uh, someone texted in and said, I am a Niners fan. Move them goalpost, Lions fans. I want to see the Lions in the NFC Championship game. That's the best game. We could ask for as a fan out of the NFC. No, no, don't get me wrong. I want the Lions to win, but what I'm saying is we they did everything they were asked to do. So, therefore, I can't just be like, oh, well, you, but you didn't get make it to the NFC title game, so it's not – it doesn't feel – no, 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 no. You did what you were supposed to do. Don't get blown out. I'm okay with that. It It, it hurts because you have an opportunity ahead of you. But I can't all of a sudden just say, all right, no, don't worry about that. We have a new goal. We're going to change everything. And now, now you have to do this because now you are, you're, you're chasing that dollar bill on at the end of a string. Regarding the individuals and deal breakers that are standing up in front of you, someone says, I'm pretty friendly. So I would give them a probably 10 minutes or so, maybe the first quarter, first part of the game. And then I'm saying something or I'm moving. Moving? Where are yeah. you going? Well, I, I mean, yeah, but, where are you going? But yeah, I would just say, like, okay, maybe this is your first time. You're just trying to take it all in. That's fine. You probably get the first series, and then hey, fellas, have a seat. We're we're not going to do this all game, okay? We're just not. Someone else is saying now he's the he is the individual at six four. He says I'm six four, and this happened to me last Sunday. I stood up, but I did make sure that the people behind me understood I was going to stand up first. Right. 
So be considerate, but just but I, Mike is talking about the people who just you know what. This is just our time. This game was just for us four, and you all are living in our world. That's right. Nope, not going to be that way. People that lack uh, spatial awareness. Yes. Uh, someone says, uh, my wife's family kept asking me. I was at the game. But they kept asking me to send them videos of the noise. I sent them one five-second uh, video and said, leave me alone. I want to watch the game That's now. right. Yeah, if you want video yes. of the noise, go to the game. Like, I mean, seriously, what what are you trying to hear? It's loud. <laughs> what? It's gonna sound like nothing. Also, do they not own a TV? You can hear, you can watch it. You can hear it. They just but uh, I just want what's it really like since we're not there, Kenny. Mm. Kenny, it's amazing if you juxtapose the game, which the noise was incredible, and then last night, it was like they had grade schoolers producing the Big Ten Network. I'm watching Rutgers, Nebraska. <laughs> Kenny, uh, the crowd noise went from silent to deafening Bon Jovi back to announcers sounding like they were on the toilet. I, I texted Rico. I go, I go hey, uh, Mr. Uh, TV executive, can you explain what's going on here? It was, I, I, it was unbelievable. I love how whenever something happens, it's always my fault. It's not your fault. You oh. always tell people to be curious. I was curious about what the f was going on. Hey, it was. Man. It sounded like no. It, it was like, did I mute the TV? And then all of a sudden, boom! Wow. Crazy noise. And you juxtapose it with the production value of that Lions game, which was fabulous. I was just like, who's getting fired tonight? This is awful. Well, yeah, one was run by students, and the other was professionals. No, because I, I had the volume down low, but when I turned it up, I heard exact. I was like, that's what he's talking about, because it did. All of a sudden, it would be really low, and then it's loud. It's like, okay, wow, <laughs> was, what just happened? It was like Kenny, seven beers deep, running the mixer. <laughs> like, what is going on here? Yeah, It was unreal. All right, we're going to get back into the lines. We will get to your calls. we got a football today to take care of as well. Don't make a move. 97-1. Hey, hey, fellas, if I may, and we'll get right back to Lions callers. Let's go. But I said to you, it's a fluid situation, and odds change, and things happen. So we started the show, and Odyssey.com Rewind if you missed it. Not about what you want to happen. Not about what you think is right or wrong. It was about what will happen. Harbaugh carousel, you know, 5.0. And earlier today, the Chargers were minus 150. That they were a favorite, that that's where Jim Harbaugh was going to be next year. It was even money for him to not be in the NFL. And then it was plus 1,000 everywhere else. I have updated odds Uh now that news is broken that Mike Vrabel interviewed there today, along with, now this one's interesting. Former Harbaugh staff member David Shaw has interviewed with the Chargers. <laughs> that was just to but fill out here, the Rooney rule, Mike. Here are your odds. Tell me what you believe. Right here, this is courtesy of BetMGM. Michigan is plus 175. The Chargers are plus 225. Then it's Atlanta, Vegas, Bears, Titans. All 600, 700,000, 1,400. So now, from minus 150 this morning to 
roughly the same damn odds, Michigan versus Chargers. Any of you guys swayed with where you think he'll be next year? I don't know, and I think Vegas is telling you. We have no idea, but we'll take your money. So we're just going to keep throwing things out there. <laughs> and it, you know what? You know it, what's it, it, Mike, it feels like you're live betting a game. And when do you want to yeah. jump in there? Oh, I would never I would never bet this stuff. But you know what's interesting about it is I've said from the beginning if Michigan was going to put 10 at 125 on the table. And that's home. You know, you, you live near mom and dad, you're happy, you're winning, you got a machine built. I I've always said, stick around. And the NFL's not all it's cracked up to be when you're 60. Jim's not a young man anymore. And this is a young man's game. I think he'd enter the league as what? The second or third oldest coach in the league. Now, here's the thing. Rico, you do get to a point here where it becomes pretty evident. He wants the NFL, but the NFL, by and large, does not want him. Look, all of these jobs being open, what's the one place he had the interview with that seemed remotely serious? The Chargers. That's it. But then, after Harbaugh left, they still brought in Vrabel. They still brought in David Shaw. Now, again, all the GMs they've interviewed, one way or another, have a tie to Harbaugh. But it does. it is something to look at when you go, wow, this guy goes to U of M. He wins, whatever, 75, 80% of his games. He wins the Natty. And one of 32 over a four-year span, one of 32 seemingly had real interest. Because the Minnesota thing bombed. Nobody else really wants him this year. You don't hear a whisper about Tennessee, a whisper about the Raiders. You had the perfunctory interview maybe with Atlanta, but that seems to be Belichick. Nothing in Seattle. You know, the Bears didn't dump Eberflus to go and get him, former player. I, I, it just, you do get to a point where you start to wonder, like, the NFL thing, I, he can keep saying I'm available and I hired Don Yee and the whole bit. Good God almighty, it just feels like they it's Chargers him. or nobody wants you. Right, because I think he wants I don't know. to go. Mike, I think he wants to go. The contract's sitting on the table, and, and it's almost like he's daring Michigan. Like, look, I, I want these stipulations put in here and the rider clause and... He wants him just to be done with him so he could just move on. But I think in the end, maybe David and Kenny will be right that he's, you know what, the music's going to stop and he's going to look and say, huh, I guess I got to dance with Michigan again. All right. All right let me go. ask a question now. And I, I, I don't want to upset people. Just work with me. All right. If this came down, if, if you're the Chargers, if it comes down to Vrabel versus Harbaugh, who are you taking? I know my answer. And you just want to, ooh, sporty. I, I, I know Mike Vrabel's not going to bring drama. I know Mike Vrabel's not going to burn the house down. I know Vrabel, much more recently than Harbaugh, has had success in the NFL. And frankly, Vrabel should have been the Patriots hire. I think you're getting a world-class coach who's younger, more relevant, and already in the league versus guy who burns it down everywhere he goes. And he would leave Michigan under dual NCAA investigation. I, 
I would choose Vrabel. Mm-hmm. Does that make me a scumbag Sparty or more of one than you already think I am? Well, but I mean, I, I, he wants the Chargers, clearly. He does. I think he wants to go back to L.A., but it's does the Chargers want him? And it, this, to me, feels like uh, when he went to Minnesota and he thought he was going to get the Minnesota job and he did the interview and was like, well, wait, what do you mean you're interviewing more people? Well, Jim, that's how the process right. works. We talked to a bunch well, of people. Well, the other problem is, though, if, like, I'll give you an example. My opinion, if Ben Johnson interviews with the commanders, there won't be another interview. They'll hire Ben Johnson. I find it it's one of those things, Rico, that after he interviews places, everyone in the room looks around and goes, who's next? Yeah, <laughs> yeah who's next? Who's next? I'll pass it along to the guys. Right. I, I don't know. Did he really say that? And, and again. Right. And again, if you're a Michigan fan, there's no harm here. Did he wear you get cleats your guy to the back. <laughs> Yes, he did. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. So keep your eye on it. I'm just, hey, I'm just giving it to you. You can do whatever you like with it. You can character assassinate me all you like because I didn't go to DeVry University, okay? It's just where we're at the latest. As far as the Lions go, you know the drill. We're talking goalposts. I'm asking your permission to move them. Everything you wanted to happen, happened. Not just winning. The team you needed to lose to get another home game, oh, they lost in spectacular fashion. So now you're coming back to Ford Field. Now you're playing the Bucks. You're damn near a seven-point favorite. Is it now? All right, this was house money when we started this, but now isn't anything but playing NFC Championship Sunday going to be a big disappointment here? Just asking. Just asking. Just asking for it. But I need your permission. (laughs) Just for a buddy of mine. Uh, so if you want to dial in on the hardball thing, cool. You think I got it right? You think I got it wrong? Hey, man, no stress. Or the Lions. Do I have your permission as a community to move these goalposts that it's not hope to win, it's got to win? That it's not house money. No, 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 this is the rent money. They got to do this. You will, I mean this, and it's not a shot. You may never have a situation like this again where not only are you in the divisional round, not only are you at home, but you're a seven-point favorite and you're facing a non-elite QB with a chance to play in the NFC title game. Man, go and grab it. Go get it. And I know you guys are going to do your part. That place will be an absolute snake pit. You did it last week. You caused two oh, timeouts to get burned that should not have been burned that early in the second half. Kudos. But, yeah. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Cool, Rico. No, that's Talk cool. To me. That's moving cool. the goalposts the whole bit. Hey, I'm I'm just not in the favor of moving the goalposts. I think you can have expectations. It, things can change, but you hit your goal. I I can't all of a sudden move in and say, okay, now do this, now do that, and then I'll accept it. Nah, but we'll get to your calls. Two four eight five three nine nine seven nine seven. We'll take your calls next. Ninety seven one. Old school outcast here. All right, up next, another shrimp on the Barbie, David. Let's do it. Um, ticket text, your calls. Football today, later in the hour. Tomorrow, your full football Friday. TJ Lang in studio. Prop Bet Casino. Picks. 
all types of things, including Rico trying to sandbag himself into this whole NFC title game. Oh, my God, the Packers look so good. Like they're young and Shut stupid. You. They're young and stupid. You're going to win. You're going to win by 100. They don't Enjoy know Enjoy your dessert. They don't know anybody. David, ticket texts, please. Regarding Harbaugh, someone says, I think he is going to leave, but I hope he stays. Tom from Waterford says, I'm a Michigan fan and a grad, uh, but I would take Vrabel over Harbaugh in L.A. any day. He's a much better coach for them. Well, and, and, and again, understand, that's not slander. This is something that until we find out, all right, Mike Vrabel interviewed there, that's a paradigm shift. If this was Harbaugh interviewing and then a bunch of secondary candidates, that's different. Mike Vrabel, understand the backstory. He never should have been let go in Tennessee. But Amy Adams Strunk, the owner of the team, the daughter of Bud Adams, got in her feelings. She, along with some other power brokers in Tennessee, didn't like how he handled Hall of Fame weekend in New England. He made comments about how, don't take it for granted what you have here in New England. Not everywhere is like this. Oh, they took it like he took a a grumpy right in the middle of Tennessee's living room. All of a sudden, it went from their desire to keep Mike Vrabel to now, he hurt my feelings, wah, not even founded, by the way, and we're letting him go. Mike Vrabel is a commodity. And understand this. I am not saying that being 60 is old. Lord knows Rico's got the energy of a 27-year-old. The point I'm making is in the NFL. The, the, listen, the NFL is a young man's game. Outside of Andy Reid, who I believe is 67, how many 60-year-old coaches do you have? Compared to guys like Ben Johnson that just got their driver's license. Those are the guys people want. Now, if you're telling me Vrabel's really in play, I think Jimmy's going to have a problem. Because the other thing you don't hear is him interviewing. other. This is the biggest carousel in recent NFL history, true or false. So not only did he not get meaningful interviews in other places, but people that were on the fence about their coach didn't see the allure of Harbaugh as being great enough to get rid of their coach. Think about this. Like, if I'm the Dallas Cowboys, I'd much rather have Jim Harbaugh than Mike McCarthy. Why? Mike McCarthy's horrific. They kept him. Nick Sirianni, he's still safe. Kept him. The Bears, Eberflus or bring Jim Harbaugh back home. Plus, we have the draft pick. Nope, Eberflus. So, Guys, he may want to leave, but now it sets up a situation. If he doesn't land that Charger gig, he's not landing an NFL job, which means he has to come back to you and asking for immunity like he's Jordan Balfort with the feds. I mean, it just creates a wild situation. It really does, because the simplest thing would have been, well, A, not cheating, but B, settle all the other stuff with the J.J. McCarthy illegal recruitment during COVID. Just get it settled. Do it, get, get a deal done. The NCAA wanted six games. Whatever it is, give it to him. Be done with it. Come home, take the 10 at 125, and away we go. Now you're going to talk about nonsense, more nonsense. Instead of talking about we're defending national champions. That's not going to be me doing it. That's going to be the media at large, because if you think it's going away, it's not going away. The NCAA wants his scalp. Him going away... Would actually, what's up, buddy? I said certain media. 
won't let it go away. Certain media will. What do you mean? No, you said it won't go away. The whole thing that what's going on. No, I mean the ESPNs right, and the yeah. Foxes and the you know I don't you know Ross Dellinger like those guys are going to keep reporting on it. Yes, because if he's gone, most of your problems go with it. Truthfully, and Sharon Moore's a stud. I'm fascinated by it. Like I said, if he's at Michigan, great. It gives me something to aim at. You know, I I, I think Harbaugh rivalry perspective it only fuels it. I mean, plus, he's hit us with a garbage can the last few years at State. I want another crack at him. I think if you're an Ohio State fan, you want him there. You don't want to beat his 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 replacement. You want to beat him. And he wa- it Rico, it's just so crazy as he wants to leave. It's so clear. And yet he can't leave. It creates a situation that I'm not sure I've ever seen. It, you know, Nick Saban didn't want to leave Alabama. He was at Alabama killing it, happy, right? Mm -hmm. Kirby Smart, he ain't trying to leave Georgia. He's killing it, and he's happy. I've never seen a coach be somewhere years on end while having success but openly not want to be there. That's where it gets interesting because you're right. Because how do you come back after winning a national title? It's like Jim just shows up at the doorstep, you know, Suit all wrinkled and tied to shuffle. Like, yeah, I'm home. It's five in the morning. Don't ask where I was, but I'm back. Let's do this again. Because that's what it seems like. Like, for the last three years, you've gone to the playoffs three straight times. You've won the national title, and every year you have to go through this same drama where your fans don't really get a chance to really just bask in the glow of you're at the top of college football. It's well, what's our coach going to do? Yeah, I said it after the first time we beat Ohio State. We couldn't even celebrate it. We couldn't take advantage in the recruiting. We couldn't celebrate it the way we wanted to because the coach is out there interviewing for jobs. Then he did it again, and now he's doing it again after we win the national title. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Which you were no, told but I think it's, it's never going to happen again until it happened again. Yeah, and it's it's more of an indictment, I think, of the league saying we don't want you. Oh, you can want us. But this is like Kenny approaching Margot Robbie at a bar. No, thank you. Here we go. Just knew I'd catch a stray there somehow. There it is. That's not a stray. Kenny, I gave you the courage to approach Margot Robbie. Right. He ain't even getting Jamie Presley. I loved you in the bar people. <laughs> 248 Go ahead with the ticket text, David. Michigan fan here. If he's not at Michigan, I like to see him in Atlanta. Bijan and Algier would like that as well as Pitts. I really thought Atlanta would be a great spot for him. I could, he could emulate exactly what he's done at Michigan and did at San Francisco. That type of power running game, the Greg Roman offense, he's available, by the way. Bijan, Algier, you got Pitts, you got Drake London. Maybe you make a deal for Fields, but the problem is Bill Belichick's entered the fray, and now you get to the mix. Am I taking Belichick or Harbaugh? It's not even a question. He's got a problem on his hands, is that the place he wants to be doesn't want him to be there. I'll be fascinated. I really thought the Chargers were serious about it, but the fact that they've brought in multiple people after him, I don't know. And the odds change this afternoon in a couple hours. 
Yeah, but I said give no, it a, I give wouldn't another day, and it'll all change again. Yeah, give it a day, you'll be minus 600 to be coaching the Browns. Right. Uh, Kevin Stefanski has stepped down. Like, who knows? But we're just talking through it. And obviously, we'll keep you up to date on it tomorrow. Yeah, it's going to be the Lions Day. I don't have a lot of time for the hardball stuff. If there's an announcement, like I started the day feeling like there might be an announcement tomorrow, he could be a Chargers head coach. And then the Vrabel thing happened from the clouds. And here we are. Maybe we're back to tomorrow. He's the Chargers head coach because Adam Schefter pops out of a mole hole tonight at midnight and gives you a report. Who knows? <laughs> All right, good talk. Adam Schefter. Uh, d- d- yeah, well, I mean, David, you, I mean, you know what I'm saying. The way this stuff works and how these reports happen, that's what shifts the opinion. And see, that's but everything lines up saying he's leaving. But that's why it was hard for me to say he's actually going to go because every year there was a case. Well, you know what? He's probably going to go. Back-to-back playoffs. Uh, You know what? Yeah, he'll probably leave. I'll say it right now, though. If Vrabel wants that job, how do you give it to Harbaugh? If it's Vrabel v. Harbaugh, how do you choose Harbaugh? I'm asking. You know what? I mean, you just it depends. You think that he can bring that – that toughness, and he could be the guy that gets Justin Herbert to that next level. Yeah, they, that would be the only way. They want that, offensive that mind for Justin Herbert. Herbert said, that would be the only way. I want Harbaugh. Yep. I don't want Vrabel. Correct. Give me Harbaugh. Correct. Okay. You're All right. Guy. So can I ask? Can I ask you guys a question? Is yeah. it unfair that I would use Harbaugh's age against him and go look? I think Vrabel's forty-seven. Harbaugh's sixty. No, it wouldn't be wrong to use that. No, but it, it's not wrong. But then I would say, okay, but here's the thing, Mike. Let's just assume we have Herbert for the next four or five years. He'll be 65, and we may have a title with Harbaugh. So I, I'm looking at the right here right now. Herbert's not going to be here for the next 20 years. But right. But, right, no, but I, if he I, can help us win is, now, let's win. Fair. Now, interesting, also reports coming out, too. Vrabel's got an interview set up with Seattle, so keep an eye on Correct. that, too. So if you're going to bet the uh, He's a commodity, money, man. Yeah, Well, he is, so I guess now's the time to bet the Chargers because the odds no. have now moved to the plus if you think Harbaugh's going there. No, now is the time to not ever bet futures on coaching jobs. The answer is no to all of that. <laughs> it's just a fun talker. That's all it is. <laughs> Crazy bet your hard-earned money on that stuff. All right, straight to the people. See what everybody's got to say. A couple different topics. Let's go to Jeff, 97.1. Jeff, what's going on, buddy? How are you today? Hey, doing good. Um, I had a, I started with a Michigan thought, and I love your goalpost, so can I slip both in real quick? Absolutely. Go for it. All right, number one, the, the Michigan talk. It just always seemed like this was an all-in year for Jim Harbaugh. It looked like he was trying to outrun those sanctions, get his title, and then get an NFL job, which he wants. So that's that's where I stand. But your goalpost thing is so right because I liken it to Michigan. Michigan, I thought, got the toughest draw with Alabama. They got through that. Then my expectation was you should win the title. Well, I think Detroit got the toughest draw with L.A. that they could get to start with. And then since then, they've got everything fall their way. So I think it is very fair to move that goalpost to they need to win this game you know, and go out and compete. Whether it's San Francisco, and if it's Green Bay, they better win and be having a Super Bowl, you know, appearance, in my opinion. Well, we've we've talked about this for a while now. 
I mean, the NFC really looked like it for a long time that it was going to be the Niners above all. What's happened in the last six weeks is that the Eagles turned out to be the frauds we suspected, and the Cowboys went full Cowboys. Why do I say it? I say it because it's this type of season that gives you a real opportunity. Look, look at the NFC compared to the AFC. Your pathway to a Super Bowl is really down to, hey, we we got out of that Rams game alive, 24-23. Now we're going to get a real, we're, we're heads and shoulders better than the team we're playing, right? Mm-hmm. You get into a one-and-done situation in the NFC title game, anything can happen. Lord knows, ask Rico. He's used to the Niners choking in San Francisco on Championship Sunday. That was a hurtful no, remark, but a true one. You're you're right. There's there's the other thing. Just my last thought, and I'll go here. Is that sure. there is you're no good. team that I look at that doesn't have a significant flaw. There is no 100 percent team that is unbeatable. I mean, I'd say San Francisco, but they've had a little hiccup sometime during the year. So I think every team has some kind of flaw. So it's who can hide their flaw and manage it the best. Thank you. Yeah. No, look, the thing that terrifies me with the Lions, uh, you're basically a mark for the other team to throw for 350-plus. Can you bow up in the red zone? Can Dan Campbell's Dan Gamble Gambles pay off? Um, you know, and again, you're going to have to go outside at some point. But beyond that, no, I mean, you're, you're put together right. You stop the run. You got a great O-line. Uh, I know some people don't love the quarterback, but the quarterback's plenty good enough to get it done. You got some weapons. You hope Laporta's back healthy this week. Let's, uh, you know, you roll the dice. Just get to Championship Sunday. Would I pick you to beat San Francisco? No. But to hell with picks and selection. Play the game. Weird bleep happens. Is this true? Your quarterback's arm could get a 97-1. You hate to see it. Yeah, whatever. Rob, how you doing? Hey, doing well, guys. Great show as always. Um, You know, the Harbaugh thing. For the last couple of years, it's really uh, struck me, kind of like what you're saying, Mike, that the NFL probably doesn't want him unless it's a specific situation. And I I just look at what's happened the last couple of years. You know, he goes to Minnesota. Everybody thought that was a done deal. He's back riding a plane home a couple hours later. He, You know, Denver interviews him. It's a perfect opportunity for him with a quarterback, with a, a new, a large money owner that's willing to do anything, and he's the hot name, doesn't happen. Uh, he begged Carolina to interview him by reports, and David Tepper didn't want him. Why? I think because you look back to where he last coached in the NFL, the San Francisco 49ers, great success on the field. Super Bowl, two NFC championships, but uh, he couldn't get along with the people above him. What are we seeing at Michigan? He can't get along with the person above him. And I think that's followed him around in NFL circles. It's a tight circle. And I thought there was no way he was going to the Bears, especially with Kevin Warren going there. I just I just think he's an odd guy that doesn't play well with others above him. He loves his coaches, and he gets the players to play for him, especially in a college atmosphere, yep. because they know he loves ball, and he's like a crazy uncle. But – I, I just don't think it works in the NFL for him. So how does let me ask you a question, Rob. How does it work him coming back to Michigan? 
and likely not being eligible for part of all of next year. You know what I mean? Like, what does it look like? Well, the thing at Michigan is he has the support of the president, right? And he has the support of most of the Board of Regents. You know, his problem is obviously with Ward Manuel and, and vice versa. Ward's problems with him. So I, I just think he's going to win over Ward. You know, Ward's going to be out the door before sure. it's over Harbaugh, even if he gets suspended. Um, so I just think, I, and look, I'm a Michigan fan. I uh, love what he's done for us, um, but certainly he's faced some penalties and he'll probably face some more. I'm good if he stays or if he goes. That's kind of where I am with yeah. this at this point. And, um, you're indifferent. I'm happy you, get, because... you get worn out. You get worn out by it. You just you're indifferent yes. about it. Yeah, totally get it. Yes, definitely. Yep. Yeah. After a while, yeah, you're just I... tired of it. Every year, when you promise not to do it again, and you do it again. Man, I I I, I want to say something, and it's Michigan State related, but I'm just not going to do it because I've been hard on Rico about the Niners today, and I don't want to hurt his feelings any further. Why so stop? we're just going to move why, it forward. Why stop now? Because. It, it, I, you know what? I'll, I'll tell you privately. No, no, no. Go ahead. Tell us. It's, it's just kind of like being overrated in the preseason, and uh, the hoops team disappoints you because uh, once again, I, I don't know what Tom Izzo's doing. You know what? You sound like the pod that I had a few weeks ago. So you're not hurting my feelings. I newsflash. No, I don't collect the, a check from the school. No, I, I. Hey, amen to that. What's your experience? My point is. Ah, to hell with it. Look, I love him, but I'm getting to indifferent stage. I'm getting to the indifferent stage that if he stays, he stays. He retires, he retires. I I just, I can't care. They're playing tonight. Won't watch. Don't care. It's not a good product. There, I said it. I'm sorry. I'm a bad Spartan. Well, that's true. But. Oh, come on. Mike, I can't sit here and fault people who say they don't want to watch it because, yeah, I. Dude, if it wasn't for prop bets, it it makes it very difficult to watch the game. Yes, you're correct. But I have a vested interest tonight in watching the game. Somebody, David, somebody asked Rico, man, how do you watch Matty Sissoko? Rico deadpans, prop bets. Six rebounds. <laughs> that's all I need. Six that's rebounds. The stage, that's the stage we've reached as Spartans. Just give me six, Matty. Six. Prop bet tolerance. Uh, listen. Tomorrow, it's obvious. It'll be all lines. But we're going to still do all of our Football Friday stuff. Yes, the picks. We'll throw in some totals. I'm sure Rico or David will pop a basketball game in there, but the picks will still happen. Prop Bet Casino is going to happen. Rico, I'll try to send you a few props, too. You can grade them out, tell me if they're good or just total ass. Um, And then TJ joins us, and I want to have a conversation because TJ was infinitely confident last week. And then... 24-23. 24-23. Very scary. That third and four from the 37, very scary. <laughs> what are you talking about? Done. They won. It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, no, no. It all matters. <laughs> so I want to see if he has the same confidence this week. Is there a different tone? And look, pathway. I gave it a pathway to the Rams winning. They almost pulled the damn thing off. What is the Bucks pathway? Uh, to me, it's going to be a high wire act, and it's going to require Lions turnovers. Mm-hmm. If the Lions play clean, I really don't think the Bucks can beat them. I really don't. Just got to play clean. I don't think Baker Mayfield's dropping back 53 times See, on the road in Ford Field and beating you. Yeah, I, I don't think it's playing clean, Mike, but I think it's 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 turnovers, yes, and I'll explain it more next, I mean, tomorrow, but I do yeah. think that if 
the best way to win at Ford Field, if you can silence the crowd, if he jumps out early, that crowd goes quiet. Because in yeah, the third and fourth problem, quarter, that, that crowd wasn't that loud. The problem for the Bucks and the blessing for the Lions, the Bucks cannot run the football at all. At all. Right. You ain't going on the road and quiet in any crowd. No, no, no. But I'm saying if you can force a couple three and outs with your blitz ah, packages and then you jump I ahead see. and it's 14 nothing, crowd is not as quiet. I mean, they're not as loud as they would be if the Lions were up 14 nothing. So. Gotcha. All right. Take a text. And then what do we got? Rieger? Is he, is he on the road? What's going on? Yeah, Joe Rieger at Buffalo Wild Wings. Still getting set up, so we'll get to them in a second. Read a couple. Still getting set up. They're on the air in four minutes. Well, uh, what are we doing? Well, Wojo's always late. Give me a, say. Oh. <laughs> Let me read hey, welcome this. to a day that ends in why. Oh. No. All right, people. Like uh. <laughs> people keep I moving just... the folks on golf, so I won't do it here. I think they will win Sunday with no issue. But if something weird were to happen, I will not call this season a failure. Yeah, I don't. I, you can't call this season a failure. I did not use the F word. No, no, no. no. It would be highly disappointing if if somehow they ended up losing a ridiculous game. You know, thirty-seven, thirteen. Now you question everything that happened this year. Was it real? Was it fake? But in the playoffs, when you go this far, sometimes just like last week, sometimes good teams just don't win games. Doesn't mean they were bad. It just means that the other team made one more play than you did. So I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, well, you you have to win this game or else. No, you don't. You did everything that was asked, of, at least from me. So I'm not moving the goalposts. Fellas, 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 how are you? Hey. How's everybody? What's going on, Jeff? Uh, nothing much. I, I loved your show today because um, I, I, I want to throw it into context a little bit. Like, everybody mm. that wants to say, okay, house money, still a really good season if you happen to lose to the Bucks. Mike, I'm totally with you because what do we still say about those Tiger teams that couldn't win a World Series? You had five Cy Young winners and you couldn't win a World Series. You'll never forget of it. You'll never forget it either if you happen to lose to the Bucks and Baker Mayfield. So while the magic of Sunday will always be there, it's our first, it's going to be amazing. We will forever think about this season as a huge, massive missed opportunity. Right, but Rieger, here's the thing. You have to also look at the history. For the Tigers, it wasn't 30 years in between winning a game. So that's why you, you did everything that we I mean, asked you to close. do. It was close. It absolutely. I mean, it, that was the second kind of 06 happened, and then they went back to the World Series in 2012. I'm just saying, you cannot lose the Baker Mayfield. you got a gift. And it's see, like no, 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 Rieger. You're right there. That attitude. Nobody respects Baker Mayfield. That's why you feel like, you know, Rico, oh, well, you have Rico. to. It's like, it's like the NFL missed your birthday for 30 straight years. And to make up for it, they gave you Baker and the Bucks at home for a chance to go to the NFC title game. Wait, you help me out here. Help me out here. Are they moving the goalpost or not? What did you guys decide? Honestly, Rico's demanded yeah. a recount. Oh, so he is moving the goalpost. Oh. No, no, it, so, it was it was no. a very tight race. Wow, we got to recount the votes. Yeah. Uh, by the oh, way, wow. you are welcome. You're welcome to open your show with what we think is going to be a very competitive song in the drop tournament this summer. Oh no, I 
Oh, I haven't heard this. No, what is I, it? I heard it driving. You're talking about my song, right? You know oh, what? Like to hear it. Hey, David, to hell with Tremendous. it. Spin it. Yeah, let's hear it. Spin it. Hey, Wojo here. What are my guilty pleasures? I love eating dips. Delicious. Del- del- delicious. <laughs> herbs and spices. Dip. Dip. Oh, yeah. Dip. Dip. Nudies. Dip. Dip. Delicious. Delicious. I'm going to massage my cup. Dip. Dip. You go, my brother. Dip. Dip. Herbs and spices. Dip. Dip. I can't stop eating it. Delicious. Delicious. Wow. So good. Do you so feel like good. your trust has been betrayed? Yeah. Were you no, like no, recording no. something and somebody took your recording? When you, you combine up the dips with the nudies, you got yourself a party is what you got. Well, right listen, there. I want to tell you, I believe it was yeah. caller Steve yesterday who was like, guys, 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 mm-hmm. how have you not done something with these Wojo dip commercials? I'm like, Roberto, <laughs> get on. Asking ye shall receive. All right, uh, we will no, be no, back with you guys. Word. At 2 tomorrow, a football Friday for the ages. We're getting Rico on 17 energy drinks tomorrow. It's going to be unbelievable. We'll talk to everybody at 2. Rieger and Woji-Poo next. 97. Happy dipping. Woo! Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.